This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Adam's Morning Show is back. Man, is this gonna rock or what? Thank you so much. Good morning and welcome everybody to our Friday morning show. We're just a few hours away from the start of the weekend. And in our book, the pre-kend has already started. So if you had a drink or stopped by your local water and hold yesterday or stayed up later than you should have, congratulations. You're celebrating the pre-kind. Good morning, everybody. And we have a lot coming up on the show today. We are going to be talking about a lot of different topics. Uh, Local Veterans Bikers Group has uh, an event coming up, so somebody's going to come by to talk to us about that later. I do want to mention the Back to School Expo, which is tomorrow, and this is the Texas Tax-Free Weekend. El Paso schools and most of the area schools have already been back for uh, going on a week. But the Back to School Tax-Free Weekend happens this weekend. And the Back to School Expo presented by Western Tech is happening tomorrow at Syllabus Mall. Western Tech and Coca-Cola Southwest Beverages present El Paso's Back to School Expo. There are going to be a lot of performances on the YMCA performance stage. In addition to the tax savings, most of the stores, or pretty much all of the stores, also have their own in-store deals going on on uh, clothes and other back-to-school essentials. So you can find great prices. Got contest uh, giveaways for everybody at the Johnson's Jewelers Prize Tent for the kids, the Texas Kids Dental Coloring Contest, and for you older students, we've got $500 scholarships to give away, courtesy of El Paso Electric. EP Electric wants to help you students power up your educational opportunities with a $500 scholarship. we got several of them to give away. Look for the radio station booth and find out about winning one of those for you. It's the Back to School Expo tomorrow at Silla Vista Mall. Special thanks to Coca-Cola Southwest Beverages at Western Tech. Also, yes, we do here at Sun Watt Energy. The, uh, the first preseason game has taken place. It was last night, and it wasn't much of a contest. It was kind of a blowout uh, that the Raiders put on Jacksonville yesterday. But you said you did get to see... Uh, a cowboy, uh, yeah, I guess you'd say a cowboy great. I mean, well, yeah, he was Troy Aikman's backup. So, so uh, are, do cowboy fans, do they think highly of, of Jason Garrett? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they thought him. a lot more highly of him when he was a backup quarterback. I just don't yeah. know if they thought much of his, you know, he didn't. 
head coaching career. He didn't here. get him to the promised land, man. Did not, did not. He, I thought he did a pretty good job uh, as a, last night as an analyst for mm-hmm. NBC. Yeah, he's got a great voice. Really, Jason Garrett. He, he always does. seems so quiet, you know. Even in press conferences, he seemed kind of terse. Yeah, you know, he seemed light <laughs> last night. He seemed, you know, he seemed like light a, and happy. Having a good time? And, yeah, having a good time. And But, man, is there anything worse than a, a weather delay in a preseason game? Sitting there waiting for a preseason game to start? Would they have, like, rain or something up in It was raining, some lightning in Ohio. Yep. That's their table. Come on, get that, get get that mud there. bowl going. Let's go, yeah. No, I bet My son said, oh, is this the Super Bowl? <laughs> almost, child, almost. Yeah, it's the exact opposite of the Super Bowl. <laughs> couldn't the first, be further from it. Couldn't be further from the Super Bowl. But. Hey, how about uh, those Raiders, though? They, I didn't realize how stacked their team is going to be this year. They have yeah, I think the Raiders. Adams. I think the Raiders are going to be real, real good. What are, the, what are some other high points for the Raiders this year? Uh, well, uh, uh, Josh Jacobs. I mean, they've got Josh Jacobs running back. They've got Devontae Adams, yeah. you know, arguably the best wide receiver, you know, for the last three years, really. Sure. He, if he goes off, if Derek Carr can hold on, they're going to have a good, solid season, I bet. Let's uh, get a. Pr- I've also got a true crime report this morning, so we're going to have Ooh. that coming up uh, sooner rather than later. So uh, we'll have a true crime report along in about an hour or so. Uh, we're also going to talk table manners and uh, review some of that. And today is International Beer Day, everybody. Happy mm. Beer Day. Uh, yet another reason to celebrate the fact that the weekend is almost here and it's Friday. We'll have entertainment news coming up in just about an hour. Joanna Barba will bring us our uh, news from notes from Hollywood. Joanna, what do we have on the schedule today? Can your sibling help you find everlasting love? That's the question that Netflix is trying to answer with their new dating show called Dated and Related. Mm. And I'm going to let you know what it's all about. Is it hosted by Hunter Biden? (laughs) No. Um, I don't know who it's hosted by. I'll find out, but it's, it's got to be it's got to really be Nick Lachey, obviously. <laughs> Nick obviously Lachey's Nick already Lachey. busy with <laughs> Love Is Blind, so is there going to be another season of that? There's been two, right? Probably, but there's already somebody trying to sue Netflix because of Love Is Blind, saying that they don't get oh they're not body inclusive. Well. Oh, they're not. They don't get compensated. They don't well. get compensated well, and hmm. that they don't really feed them. They just give them a bunch of booze. <laughs> on, on on which game? <laughs> on Love Is Blind. Have you seen that one, Buzz? <sighs> no. Are they like in a in a dark room or something? They're or? in what they call pods, and pods, so yeah. the guys go in one and the girls go in the other. And you can't see you what they can't look like. See each other, but they have conversations with each other. Can you and see even their outline or their no. shape? Mm-mm. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Love Is Blind. We, they recently had in this last season a guy from El Paso. Oh, yeah, they did. Who was trying to find love, and they it did sure not did. work out for him. Mm. Doesn't does ever really work out on those shows. I know, right? But Only Dated Trista. and Related. Dated and Related. Which I saw the title, and I was like, oh. Sounds like a West Virginia reality <laughs> show, right? <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> I'll let you know all the details in entertainment news. Uh, have you ever seen that other one? It's got a unique twist on dating. From the creators of 90 Day Fiance and Love is Blind, it's the groundbreaking new experiment to find your life partner. It's love in a vast cave. Hello? Am I here alone? One man left in a cave for 20 days. Will he find love? So you're the quiet type, huh? 
I know it's hard to see in here, but I'm an athletic build. Can love survive complete darkness and uninhabitable living conditions? Oh, great. I think I hear something. Is that you, my love? <laughs> oh, no. Love in a Vast Cave, streaming on Netflix. All right. Sounds I, amazing. I know we have a lot in news today. So, uh, Megan, what do we have coming up? What are some of the highlights as far as news goes today? Yeah, Buzz, I've got a lot of local stories for you today. Uh, the president has declared monkeypox a, nas- a public... I, not- it's not national. It is a public health emergency. El Paso has received some shipments of the vaccine. I will give you all the details on that. Yesterday, a seven-year-old girl was not dropped off at her house. At the, uh, she was dropped off at the wrong stop at the bus stop. I'm going to give you all the details on that. Well, S- like, like S- from school, right? From school, yes. Yes, the local story. Uh, moms, dads, you're going to want to hear it for sure. Um, I'm going to give you some details, a little, little more details on the Brittany Griner uh, sentence. Well, let's let's talk generally about that. She got handed down a sentence of nine years. Yes. And uh, for less than an less than an what was it less than a gram of cannabis oil and now the russians are talking about okay now we can deal it's like we've convicted her and we're going to hold her hostage essentially is what it is yeah and now the russians are like now maybe we can talk about doing a prisoner swap since she's a convicted right they made their show they you know put her on the world stage everybody was watching yesterday when they came down with their conviction and you know, like we've talked about before, Buzz, we're not going to know what's going on in those back channels until something is decided. So, President Biden did come out with a statement. I'll let you know what he said. All right. All that coming up when we get to our uh, news headlines this morning with Megan McCormick. And uh, another court ruling that was going down yesterday, kind of overlapping. You know, they were happening roughly at the same time. A judge ruled that InfoWars host Alex Jones has to pay the parents of a Sandy Hook victim $4 million for defamation. But Alex Jones has already been bragging about how he declared bankruptcy, so he's going to be able to squirm out and not paying these uh, these parents uh, the $4 million he owes them. It's too bad. This is just the one set of parents. There are a lot of other parents that Alex Jones also sicked his morons on, saying that the uh, Sandy Hook school shooting didn't happen, so... You know, hopefully they'll just keep dinging him and taking him back to court. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I hope so anyway. Okay, so we got that on the way and out in theaters today. A couple of movies for you. The Bullet Train, which you've been, if you've been to the movies in the past month or so, you've seen, you've definitely seen trailers for Bullet Train starring Brad Pitt. Uh, Sandra Bullock is in it. It's uh, awesome. Bad Bunny's in it. Zazie Beats is in there. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson's part of it, and it's directed by David Leach, the guy who did John Wick, Deadpool 2, and uh, the Fast and Furious spinoff, Hobbs and Shaw. Another movie out today, comedian Joe Coy, plays kind of a version of himself. It's Easter Sunday, and that's on PG-13. Or that is rated PG thirteen. That's in theaters. All right. I was like, are those the radio call? Letters? Yeah, it's on PG thirteen. <laughs> WPG. In limited release, it's a trailer that we saw Joanna when we went to go see the Jordan Peele movie. Mm-hmm. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Oh yeah. With Pete Davidson, and uh, that is in rim- limited release and. 
I was just too lazy to look in the local listing, so I don't know if it showed in El Paso or not, but... Probably. You want to hear some stuff that's on TV today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Predator series, you know, the oh, guy yeah. who would disappear and, you know, like camouflage and fight Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Predator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Predator is back with a prequel called Prey. It's these alien hunters... But it's set in the 1700s, and they're fighting Comanche warriors. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, series premiere on Netflix today of The Sandman, which is based on the DC Comics uh, character Morpheus. That's out today. And Joey and I know how much you love uh, horror movies. Uh-huh. I know what a big supporter of the LGBTQ plus community you are so this seems like it's really really right up your alley on peacock they slash them Ooh, that's with <laughs> kevin bacon yep a serial killer stalks a group of lgbtq plus campers who are at a conversion camp run by kevin bacon but it's a they then a slash them but it Really works for a slasher title, right? Yeah, they it's pretty slash clever. Slash them. them. All right, so that's out nice. today. Pretty clever. <laughs> do you have Peacock? I do, yeah. Oh, okay. Let's go ahead and get to our late night roundup, which is something we like to do as early as we can. It's a recap of highlights and funniest moments from late night television. It's a great way to get your day started. So here we go. It was announced that the long-running soap opera Days of Our Lives will move next month from NBC to the streaming platform Peacock. Yeah. So if you're a big fan of Days of Our Lives, you're never going to find Peacock. Red are just enough. set to get into today in sound clips and take a listen to the news. Also a true crime report coming up later this morning. It's our big Friday show. And I want to tell you about some of the uh, special programming we have going on this weekend. How about the weekend starter six pack? You know, it's the weekend at five o'clock. That's when KLAQ plays six in a row from a great band or artist. And it's a band this Friday, Def Leppard. Lead singer Joe Elliott had a birthday this week. And so in honor of that, Weekend Starter Six Pack is going to feature six in a row from Def Leppard. The Weekend Starter Six Pack, every Friday at 5, brought to you by Sunland Park Racetrack and Casino. Play the hottest slots at electronic table games at the place where there's always more fun in the sun. Sunland Park Racetrack and Casino. And on Sunday, we've got two hours brand new rock with a focus also on local rock. So this is Q Connected. We're talking about every Sunday from 5 to 7. And we are going to hear this new song. It's a uh, like a super group collaboration. Motley Crue, Asking Alexandria. Ice Nine Kills, Joanna. Yeah. Uh, ticket, by the way, I'll circle back to Ice Nine Kills in a second. And from Ashes to New. Plus, Daniel Paulus is going to feature a bunch of local and area bands. Some of the Borderland bands that take the spotlight are the Dead Electrics, Dawn of Flames, and Britney's Rage. 
Check it out every Sunday, 5 to 7. It's Q Connected, brought to you by The Rock House, 9828 Montana. You can follow them on Facebook for a schedule of all the shows coming to The Rock House. And check out Q Connected Sundays, 5 to 7, on 95.5 KLAQ. That uh, Trinity of Terror Halloween night concert, that you might have heard the commercial for mm-hmm. those tickets. It features uh, Ice Nine Kills. But those tickets go on sale at 10 a.m. this morning through Ticketmaster. Less than four hours. Yeah. Less than four hours till those tickets go on sale. Let's get to our uh, news clips today. And now, today in Friday morning with the Buzz Adams Morning Show. And we're going to have Hollywood news and notes coming up before too long. We're also going to have a true crime report this morning. That's on the way. And we have a flyaway trip that we're registering for every day. We're, we've already started it. So... If you're getting into it now, you got to make up some ground. It's a KLAQ mobile app contest, so the app is free. You can download it for free on your iPhone through the App Store, or you can get the KLAQ mobile app on your Android through the Google Play Store. This is a trip to Denver to see Iron Maiden, KLAQ, and BMG Music want, us, want you to see Iron Maiden in Denver, Colorado, and the trip includes airfare and accommodations and $500 for the dispensary, I mean, for souvenirs and other (laughs) things. So here's how it works. Listen for special code words that we give out every day at approximately 15 past the hour. But here are the specific hours. 10.15 a.m., 2.15 p.m., 5.15 p.m., so once you hear that code word, open the KLAQ mobile app, tap the Rocky Mountain Maiden button, and enter the most recent code, and you're registered to win the trip as easily as that. It's brought to you by the all-new Earl of Sandwich, the sandwich that started it all. Now open with their first location in El Paso at 3581 North Zaragoza, Suite 207. Again, if you don't have that KLAQ mobile app, it really comes in handy, keeping you up to date on concert news. And we do some of these contests that uh, it's an essential part of. So get the KLAQ mobile app on your iPhone through the App Store or through the Google Play Store if you've got an Android. Sign up for those alerts, too. Yeah, sign up for make sure the alerts are turned on because we have all kinds of great information that comes down. Let's get a look at our Mosho calendar and daily almanac of events. Of course, it is Friday, so that's something to be excited about in and of itself. Mm. But there's a lot of other things going on. Today's International Beer Day, Woof. for instance. I'm excited about that one. <laughs> yeah, you might have a beer. I might now celebrate. And then. I might yeah. celebrate today. Today's National Oyster Day. Uh, let me hear your thoughts on oysters. You know, I am a big fan of oysters, but I, not in El Paso. Maybe, you know. <laughs> nice. Because you just think. Well, Maybe New England oysters. Well, you know, I'm kind of spoiled. I've had some good oysters over in New England. Oh. Well, I, let me tell you something. I had a good friend who owned a, a fishing boat company. Like, he had a fleet of these things. And this was in Monterey, California. Mm. And he let me in on a little secret. Mm-hmm. Unless the gimmick of the restaurant is they go and fish like like they're right there on the water. No matter where you're at, your seafood has been flash frozen. Oh, I don't know if that applies that. to oysters, but he's I said, Well, how about all the restaurants around here around Monterey and Carmel? And he's like, No, all of those. <laughs> Unless you see a guy going out with a pole and a net. <laughs> All like, of that has been flashed. They probably do that wearing Key West or something like that. You actually watch them fish. Joanna, your uh, your position on oysters? 
Um, not bad. I like oyster shooters. Yes. Those are good. Those yes. are the raw ones, right? Mm-hmm. You ever had yes. a, you ever had a fried oyster po' boy sandwich? No, I haven't. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> That's some good stuff. <laughs> Life changer. Today's National Underwear Day. Good to know. Interesting. Today's National Water Balloon Day. Good day for it. And today is also Twins Day. Twins. Twins Day sounds like the forgotten day of the week. Twins Day. Yeah, it's between Tuesday and Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Between midnight and one, it's Twins Day. It's Tuesday and Wednesday combined. Okay. Birthdays today include director James Gunn, who turns 56. He was abruptly fired as the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, and then the the cast all stepped up for him and said, if he goes, we go, I imagine, is what they said. (laughs) NBA legend Patrick Ewing Ewing is 60 years old today. Not to be confused with the Dallas Patrick Ewing. Did you you ever watch Dallas? The old soap, Dallas? No, no. His name wasn't Patrick. Oh, was it? The actor's name was Patrick Duffy. Patrick Duffy. He played Bobby. Oh, Bobby Ewing. Yeah. Oh, I got him. I I don't think there was a Patrick. Yeah, right. Patrick Duffy played Bobby Ewing. In my head, he is. He's Patrick (laughs) Ewing. He is the Bobby and he is the Patrick Duffy. Patrick Ewing is one of those guys that it's just too bad that certain teams are so dominant because he never got a championship. Oh, Yeah. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah, one of those players. Yeah. I mean, in in the 80s, all the championships were being won by it was either L.A., uh, Boston, Boston, or Detroit. And then the 90s were the Bulls decade. Uh, guitarist for Nirvana and the Foo Fighters and the Germs. He's been in all those great bands. Pat Smear is 63. I thought that was his real name until I saw a documentary about uh, like the early days. Oh, it was the it was that Foo Fighters thing where they would go to different towns and talk about. You remember that with Dave Grohl? Uh, no. That's not his. Pat Smear's name isn't Pat. It's not. No, it's supposed to be a like a juvenile joke about because uh. it sounds like a Pap Smear. Oh, <laughs> it's not his real name. Oh my oh, God, man. George Albert Ruthenberg. Yeah, <gasps> Pat Smear. All these years, <laughs> you just found out. I just, I was today years old. Megan, your last name is McCormick with a M I C K or an M A C K. M I C K. M I C K. Are you related to Maureen McCormick, who played Marsha on the oh Brady Bunch? Probably somehow, yeah. some way. We're probably all related, We're probably right? All related. I love her, though. Well, she... she's 66 today. Oh, 66. And uh, rocker Rick Derringer is 75 today. And Lonnie Anderson, who was a major sex symbol in the 70s, she played Jennifer, the receptionist on WKRP in Cincinnati. She was married to Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds, yeah. So she was in a lot of the uh, Cannonball Run movies and stuff. Lonnie Anderson is 77 today. Dates in history. We've got a few... Interesting ones here. 12 years ago, the year 2010, 33 Chilean miners were trapped uh, almost 3,000 feet below ground when the area they were working on caved in. They were trapped underground for 69 days. 
And my recollection of it is they all got out alive. Like, they got them all out alive, right? Yeah, that's yeah. my recollection yeah. as well. Yeah. undernourished, but I think they all came out alive. They all came Did out Elon alive. help with that one? Did he build a no. Chilean rocket I, to... He, no, he I didn't. think this was before the world was infiltrated by Elon Musk and his <laughs> you're right. Yeah, you're right, Joanna. 2010, yeah. <laughs> 46 years ago, 1976, the NBA merged with the American Basketball Association, absorbing their most successful teams, the Denver Nuggets, the Indiana Pacers, San Antonio Spurs, and the Brooklyn Nets, which I guess were the New Jersey. Were they the Brooklyn Nets when they were in the ABA and then became the New Jersey Nets and then went back to be in the Brooklyn Nets? They were the New York Nets. They were the New York Nets yeah. when they were in the ABA. And then uh, Brooklyn Nets and... Now they're the Brooklyn Nets again. Did you ever see that movie where Will uh, Will Ferrell is the owner of an NBA team? Oh yeah, what is called it like called? the Fort Wayne Tropics? <laughs> <laughs> there is a what? bear. He is loose uh, in the in the arena. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Semi pro. Semi pro is that? Yeah, it? I believe it was yeah, semi pro. <laughs> oh man. Sixty years ago on this date, Marilyn Monroe's housekeeper discovered Marilyn's body in the bedroom of her Los Angeles home. She was nude. Mm. I'm not going to speculate on whether Marilyn was still hot when she was found. <laughs> but 60 years ago today that Marilyn Monroe's... Did they dust for, for Kennedy fingerprints? Did they ever actually do that? Does anybody know? It was a cover-up. They, they didn't. <laughs> yeah, didn't, didn't like their own team of people come in and... They were just I, like, yep, she's dead. Yep, she, here she, here's the bottles. I, here's a picture of the pill bottles next to her bed. <laughs> I, I've heard a lot of different inconsistencies about that, so. Right. And we one, may find out more when Blonde premieres on Netflix. Oh, you think they'll have some big bombshells? No, of course not. Yeah. And 108 years ago, the first electric traffic lights were installed. So the year's 1914. You had these cars. You can just picture them going down the road. Like chitty, chitty, bang, bang. <laughs> and uh, somebody decided we need electric uh, traffic lights. And they were first installed in Cleveland, Ohio. So let's find out more about this. I wonder how they let everybody know. Hey, this is what it means. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> Right? Because if they just put them out there, it's just like, well, it's red. That must mean go. All the chaos. Red, mean, red means stop. <laughs> and now, great moments in history. August 5th, 1914. The first electric traffic light is installed in Cleveland, Ohio. Well, to demonstrate, uh, you can see Harold and Stanley each driving from different directions. Mm-hmm. And what is Stanley supposed to do while he waits at the red light? Uh, good question. See, we found that most drivers either entertain themselves by shouting out the window. Hey, I ain't getting any younger. Hey, move it, move it. Or <laughs> doing some basic hygiene, usually in the nasal area. Oh, oh, it's changing to red for Harold, so now he must stop. But isn't Harold colorblind? Ah, no. yes. But the position of the lights tells the driver the color. Ah, uh, did you explain that to Harold? <laughs> Not so much. Mm-hmm. And now Stanley seems to be offering Harold something he excavated from his nose that he has in his outstretched middle finger. <laughs> yes, yes, that's a new gesture, but it's too soon to know if it will catch on. Hmm. This has been Great Moments in History. This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show.
hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoo, corner of Dyer and Monroe, just moments away from Fort Bliss. Find them on social media or at PumpingInkTattoo.com. That's PumpingInkTattoo.com. We've got the Back to School Expo tomorrow. This is tax-free weekend, so all over Texas you can find uh, those tax-free breaks on Back to School supplies. And uh, syllabus to all the merchants there, almost all of them that I know uh, have other deals going on to really, really give you some great savings. So it's not only the back to, uh, not only the the tax that you save, but also the specials that they have going on inside syllabus to all. And there's a whole lot more going on too with live performances on the YMCA performance stage, giveaways at the Johnson's Jewelers Prize Tent. Drop by the radio station booth, and you can register to win a scholarship. El Paso Electric wants to help students power up their education by offering four $500 scholarships. So if you want to find out about that, find the radio station booth and come by and uh, register to win that. You must be 18 or over to register. So we have lots of stuff for the younger kids. For middle school and high school, this is for students 18 and over. You could win a $500 scholarship just by coming over and signing up for it at the, uh, uh, it looks like it's KSII booth. So look for our partner station, KISS FM. <laughs> but it's us. <laughs> but yeah, but it's, it's all of us. It's also us. We all use the same refrigerator and bathroom. So. And sometimes Buzz One, will take your bubbly. We're uh, did I did you know I replaced it? I did. She wrote a very lovely article about she did? It, about the whole ordeal. Yes. Oh, I didn't know. I went in there and I thought <laughs> I grabbed one of my energy drinks because it was the same size as Monica. You know, Monica mm-hmm. from Kiss. Love Monica. I grabbed her water and I didn't realize <laughs> it till I taken the first swig of it because it oh, was the exact Megan. same size as a can. Buzz doesn't drink water, <laughs> oh. so I spit it out. <laughs> when I realized that it was disgusting <laughs> water, and but then eventually I uh, you replaced I, it. I bought her like a yes. She wrote a very nice it. article about it. Oh, I have to go and find that. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking? What the hell were we talking about? We shared the same fridge with. Kiss. Oh yeah, yeah, the kiss booth. <laughs> the kiss booth on uh, the KROD bozos too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a look at El Paso weather. Joanna has our entertainment news standing by. We're going to get to that in just a moment. But let's check uh, El Paso weather brought to you by Wet n Wild Water World. Partly cloudy today, 100. This morning we're going to have, it is uh, some cloud cover outside. We're going to have about a 15% chance of uh, rain this morning and uh, lingering at least some chance of rain this evening. For tomorrow, for Saturday, sunny and 100. In the afternoon, look for, a, again, a 15% chance of rain. Little uh, cooler, just a little, on Sunday. Mostly sunny, 98 for Sunday's forecast. If you're looking to cool off this summer, get a great deal on Wet n Wild tickets when you buy them a week or more in advance. Online at wetwild.com. That's wetwild.com. All right, before we get to uh, entertainment news, I do want to throw in that we have a true crime report coming up. That's on the way. WNBA star Brittany Griner got nine years in a Russian, what do they call it? They don't call it a gulag anymore, like a work camp. So not even like, oh, you get to chill out. It's like hard labor type of thing. 
work in the fields? Busting rocks? I don't know. I've never been to prison before, but I've seen movies about it, so who knows? President Biden called the sentence unacceptable and called on Russia to release her immediately. Well, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> I mean, Russia's not going to be like, oh, okay, we're going to be... We're going to be nice about it. Let her go. You know, America said to let her go. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, that's what we were waiting for was a polite request. Just needed him to ask. Lady. Oh, are you doing anything about the uh, the Joker? Yes, okay. I do I have shut, that story. Shut the hell up right now. <laughs> have some audio to go with that as well. Today is International Beer Day, everybody. And... Pumpkin spice returns to Krispy Kreme on Monday. Wow. Monday. Monday. That means Starbucks is not going to be far behind, I bet, with their drink, their fall drinks. Oh, they're, they're putting their... Are they already they're doing putting it? Their, no, not at, not at Starbucks, but at... So, uh, Tuesday morning is one of my favorite stores to go to. <laughs> <laughs> they're already bringing it they're bringing out home goods, same deal. They're bringing out that, that pumpkin Halloween stuff already. Sweet. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. There's a uh, a financial expert on TikTok who's been going viral with his plain spoken advice. So oh God. I always feel like that's one area of my life that I just don't like I'm not on top of. I should really be thinking more about like I don't know the difference between a stock and a bond. Honestly. <laughs> Dude, you did the transition from like pumpkin spice and Halloween into this financial advisor thing and I'm all <gasps> Oh no. They're going to tell me to stop buying Halloween stuff. (laughs) Uh, So here's some of the advice from uh, this. (laughs) I don't know if you want to get your financial advice from TikTok, but they say that this guy is really on to some stuff. Uh, One of the things he talked about is if you win a lottery, which is best, get the lump sum or annual payments. And uh, here is a financial expert with advice on that. Let's say you win $100 million. You can take 30 payments over 30 years, totaling $100 million. Or you can take the lump sum right now all at once, but it's significantly less money. But which one should you take? You get one immediate payment followed by 29 annual payments. Each payment is 5% bigger than the previous one. More than half of the winnings is coming from the last 10 years. Now let me show you what it looks like if you just got 5% a year on your lump sum payment for 30 years. If you took that lump sum and earned 5% a year, all the way down. By the end of 30 years, you'd actually have $284 million. Even at 3% a year, you would end up with more money in the long run. Also, by taking the payments, you're hoping that your state doesn't run out of money to pay you. Hmm. Do you think that that one came out because of the whole lottery that happened? Probably. Last week. But they're saying this guy makes it so easy to understand, but if I'm being honest, like 10 seconds in, it was just wah, 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 I didn't catch like the tail end. All I heard was, yeah, take the lump sum. It's like and it's, I was like, that was already my plan, dude. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was already going to do that if I want. So what What was the advice? Somebody's got to even dumb it down even more for me. Do you take the lump sum or take do you get it paid out? Because if you kind of map it out throughout the years, you get more through the lump sum than you do through the, what's the other one? The annual payments. Yeah. And did he say something about the government not being able to pay you or the, the lottery not being able to pay you? Yeah, yeah, what if, I think like what if, if society if, collapses and you're going around trying to convince people, give me some water. Honestly, I'm a lottery winner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to follow this guy on TikTok now. Uh, you should not keep large amounts of money in Venmo 
or PayPal. Uh, I'm really going to be lost on this one. <laughs> I didn't know you could leave money in PayPal. I did not know either. I thought you just used your PayPal to pay for things. My friend, he showed me that he had $22,000 sitting in his Venmo. Oh now, this God. is pretty crazy, but there are a few problems with... How much? 22000 he showed me that he had $22,000 sitting in his Venmo. Now, this is pretty crazy, but there are a few problems with this. Number one, he's not getting interest. Number two, Venmo is owned by PayPal since 2012. If you hold a PayPal balance, basically they combine your balance with the balances of other users and invest those funds in liquid investments. So they're going to be making money on your unused funds. And number three, in the unlikely event that they go bankrupt, your money is not insured by them. Moral of the story, don't leave too much in Venmo. Boy, this guy really seems to think society's about to collapse, right? <laughs> he makes it sound like, oh my God, we're collapsing. On, on, the, <gasps> on the verge of going back to the Stone Age or something. The most I've ever had in like a Venmo is like $5. Yeah, I'm at 22000 Yeah, that, that would never, never happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> It is time for entertainment news. Joanna brings us Hollywood notes and stories of interest every morning. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Max Headroom, one of the strangest pop culture phenomena to ever jerkily grace its way onto our TV screens, <laughs> is coming back to its native home of television. Deadline reports that AMC and co-creators Christopher Cantwell, Elijah Wood, and Headroom actor Matt Frewer are all combining forces to bring the 80s icon back to the world of television. The character, who was originally designed to serve as a VJ for the UK's Channel 4 and its then-new library of music videos, had a whole elaborate backstory with an hour-long movie set 20 minutes into the future, where Frewer played both Headroom and the crusading journalist whose brain patterns he was based. Done. This is Max Headroom, so I don't yes. know if that means anything to you, but this is what the character looked like, Megan. Megan's did, like, mm, God. Do you recognize <laughs> this dude? I do. I do. Uh, oh, okay. Yes. There were then two different Max Headroom shows over the next few years. The music video show that aired in the UK for a couple of seasons, and then an ABC series in the US that picked up where the TV movie had left off a few years earlier, telling a dramatic dystopian story that also happened to feature the digital pitchman for New Coke. The character was eventually retired, reappearing with few for a few commercials and a nostalgic reappearance for 2015's Pixels. There's no word yet on what form the new series will take. Did you say that Max Headroom was the the pitch man for New Coke? Okay, the website that I found this on said it was. Oh, okay. I was just thinking <laughs> What was it? I don't remember. You don't remember? I, it seemed like he was always selling something, but I don't remember <laughs> what he was selling. Well, he was one of the original pitchmans for New Coke. That's the most 80s thing I've ever heard. <laughs> The most watched a horror film on Netflix is an indie chiller that has set unprecedented records with its success. It's called The Wretched and it was first released in drive-in theaters and on premium video on demand back on May 1st of 2020. However, the COVID-19 pandemic drastically limited its theatrical competition and thanks to those bizarre and totally unique release circumstances, it went on to spend a whopping six weeks atop the U.S. box office that had not been done since the 2009 
$1.9 mega blockbuster release of Avatar, etching the wretched squarely into the horror history books. The Wretched is about a teen boy who finds himself battling an evil witch who lives right next door. Part coming-of-age drama and part folklore chiller, The Wretched is a totally unique release that's well-deserving of its wild success, and you can watch it now on Netflix. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Okay. But it keeps suggesting it to me, and I was like, Netflix, leave me alone. I'm trying to watch Love on the Spectrum. You're not done with that? No. (laughs) Are you going to watch the the UK version, which I guess came first, of Love on the Spectrum? I guess that one came first, right, because it keeps pushing that also. And I'm like, I'm not done with this one yet. But because of you now, every time I watch it, I feel a little bit cringy. Right. Thank you for that, Bess. <laughs> Where am I? Lady Gaga is officially confirmed for the upcoming Joker sequel, Foley Adieu. The musician and actress posted the title for Joker 2 as well as its release date on her official social media channels. Alongside the caption, she posted a short video of the Joker and her silhouette dancing to cheek to cheek. While the message doesn't reveal what role she's going to play, it was heavily reported that Lady Gaga will be starring alongside Phoenix as Harley Quinn. The next Joker is also said to be a musical, which would suit her abilities as a singer. Joker, fully ado, will be released on October 4th of 2024. I think Lady Gaga will make a great Harley Quinn. Yeah, not bad, right? Yeah, but I don't see the Joaquin Phoenix Joker carrying over with a Harley Quinn and you know what I mean? It was just like its own weird thing. Play that music again for a second. Sure. I recognize that song somewhere. I just said it's cheek to cheek. Yeah, but I recognize it from a movie. Oh, from a movie? What? Oh, it's the one in Green Mile that jo- they let John Coffey see a movie before oh, he sends oh, to okay, death. yes. Aww. Wow. Nice, Buzz. And there's the Joker's F. Can you My s- name's Coffee, like to drink, but they spell it different. <laughs> nice. Can your sibling help you find everlasting love? That's the question Netflix's new dating show is trying to answer. The streaming service has released the trailer for Dated and Related, which features eight pairs of siblings seeing each other's love lives up close and personal as they search for their person their perfect match. Okay, wait a minute. So the siblings aren't dating each other. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I know. I saw the title and I was like, oh, what's going on here, Netflix? Hosted by Too Hot to Handle Lou Melissa Berry, here is part of that trailer. Imagine being swept away to a luxury villa in the south of France. You're there to find love in the most romantic country in the world with other gorgeous singles. Oh, did I not mention the catch? You'll be joined by your brother or sister who's also looking for love. I'm on a date with my brother and another brother and a sister. Like, what the hell is going on here? What the hell is going on here? The trailer is filled with cringe-inducing moments, but Barry does ask the important question. Why would anyone do this? Because finding love isn't easy. And I guess you got to bring your sibling along to help you find that. 
Wait, but the sibling is also trying to find love? The sibling love? is also trying oh. to find love with the other contestants, not with their own sibling. Clearly, they're trying to set up a conflict between the siblings, like that's, falling for the same person. Right, right? that's what I was uh-huh. thinking. I'm I like, there's the, same the thing, jealousy, right? the, the, the yeah. sibling jealousy. That's clearly what they're going out. for. And if they can't get it naturally, they've got lots of booze, I'll bet. For sure. And they'll probably not feed them like they did on no Love is food, Blind. No food, only booze. Right. Well, we'll find out all about it when dated and related premiere on Netflix on September 2nd. With your entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. Hey, it's Daniel Paulus. I'll be along starting at 3 with everything from... Got a true crime report coming up in just a moment. We'll be uh, getting into that here before you know it. KLAQ invites you to see the world's first of its kind all-electric super truck. It's the 2022 GMC Hummer EV, and it is going to be unveiled today at Casa Buick GMC 6800 Montana. KLAQ is going to be there coming up in just a few hours. We'll be there from 10 to noon. Drop by and see this first of its kind. It's a big super truck, all-electric an all-electric Hummer EV. We're also going to have concert tickets for Iron Maiden at the Don Haskins Center in September. So stop by, check out the 2022 GMC Hummer EV, and possibly walk out the door with some Iron Maiden tickets for September 11th, I believe, is when Iron Maiden's going to be in El Paso. I got to show you this, and you tell me if you agree or not. There's a guy who's wanted for shoplifting, and they got him on CCTV, and they're saying he looks just like Bradley Cooper. So, oh, Are you ready? Yeah. George Police, I'm not into the true crime report. I mean, I guess this, this is- technically could be, but, <laughs> right? It's an extension. Of- yeah, it's an extension. <laughs> Georgia Police put out a notice. They're trying to track down a shoplifter who bears a striking resemblance to Bradley Cooper. Oh. He was caught stealing a rotary laser from the Home Depot in Georgia. Huh. What is that? Some people are calling him a dead ringer. Uh, A rotary laser? A rotary laser. I don't know what a rotary saw (laughs) is. God, if they make a rotary saw that's a laser, I'm going to get one of those. (laughs) So you ready? Yeah. Guy on the left, shoplifter. Guy on the right, Bradley Cooper. I mean, from afar, I'm pretty far. A, it, it looks like it could be him. A similar, a similar smirk. A dissimilar. Yeah, if Bradley Cooper had to put on uh, fifty yeah. pounds yeah. for a part, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But this angle, he. He even looks more like Bradley Cooper from the second angle, I think. <laughs> You're oh my god, it's him. Bradley. Did you hear of Bradley Cooper's supposedly dating? Um Anthony Weiner's ex-wife? Yes. It's very, very interesting that that's how you choose to describe <laughs> her as Anthony Weiner's ex-wife. That's like how they positioned it on every website that I was looking at. Yeah, you're right Bradley about that. Cooper. Huma, Huma Abedin, who was a top Huma aide Abedin. to Hillary Clinton, is supposedly dating. Oh I don't my know God, how is it. this Bradley Cooper? 
Wait, are you talking about the... I just uh, looked up the the pictures. The Home Depot robber? Yeah. Or the, or the Huma Abedin pictures. <laughs> oh, no, the Bradley Cooper guy. And you think he really looks like Bradley Cooper? It does. You know what? I've got the picture up here, and I'm really trying to figure out this <laughs> rotary laser and find out what that is. <laughs> but I want to get one of those. He stole that? It doesn't look like he's stealing it. I mean, how he must have just walked it out on those big hand trucks. So confidently, had. he just walked out with it. He probably was like, hey, I'm Bradley Cooper. With Bye. A, a smile on his face, nonetheless. A smile. Yeah, right? <laughs> <gasps> it looks just like Bradley Cooper. You, you do think he looks just like Bradley yes. Cooper. Um, he's a method actor. He's getting into a role. Yes. Or he's a thief. Yeah, he got into that role by going up about four pant sizes, too, <laughs> I can tell, right? <laughs> don't kill people you don't know. Don't shit you with guns. Don't rob gas stations and banks. Don't rob liquor stores elsewhere. None of that. Don't ever take things that don't belong to you. Good, good rule of thumb. Time for our true crime report, actual crime stories from around the world and across the nation. What we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law. We'll start uh, in upstate New York where a man pulled a gun on a pizza delivery driver, but he wasn't trying to rob him. 45-year-old Ralph Carpino is facing charges after the delivery guy showed up with a pizza. Carpino told the man that he didn't order no pizza and pulled a gun on him. This happened on Saturday night uh, near Albany. A Domino's driver knocked on Mr. Carpino's door and the response he got was a loaded Glock in the face. Oh my God. So the pizza guy left and called 911. When police showed up, Mr. Carpino told them that he had pulled the gun because he never ordered a pizza. <laughs> well, it turned out somebody else in his family had, but they just didn't tell Ralph about it. So oh. the Domino's guy actually had the right address. <gasps> and that was your natural reaction? Dude, I once a delivered a pizza like to the projects, and I go in and they're like, come in while they get the money. Uh-huh. And they're like these dudes were sitting around playing dice or cards or something. They were all saying there was a dice. <laughs> there were two guns out on top of the table. I don't know what they were doing, but there were two like, guns out on the game. table. You're all, I'm just here with pizza. Dude. Right, dude. Enjoy your pizzas. Do you know what would happen if I saw somebody bringing pizza and they were like, yeah, this is already paid for. And I'm all, but I didn't order this. I don't pull out a gun. I'd be like, cool. Thanks. Give me yeah, that just pizza. Give them, a, give them a thank you. A thumbs up. Right. <laughs> Oh, thumbs up and a wink. So the Domino's guy had the right address, but the police arrested Ralph Carpino for menacing in the second degree and criminal possession of a weapon in the fourth. 
He's due in court later this month. In Texas, I don't even know if the police get involved. Like, I, oh, guy, I'm in Texas. A guy pulled a gun on me. So I pulled mine, and we, we clinked them like champagne glasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cheers. 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 Clink. <laughs> a 26-year-old man in Utah is in trouble for starting a wildfire. He says it was accidental. Firefighters have been dealing with a big wildfire near Provo. It started Monday afternoon and ended up burning about 40 acres. Luckily, they say, because it could have really spread, luckily they got some rain and helped put out the fire. But the reason this story is in the True Crime Report is because the guy who started it all explained what happened. 26-year-old Corey Martin told police that he accidentally started the fire... <laughs> while trying to kill a spider with his lighter. Oh, my God. Martin says he was up on a mountain. This is the part that gets me. Oh, he was, man. He wasn't in his house. He was, on, he was hiking. He tried to burn a spider as he was hiking. He was on a mountain, saw Out a spider. in the wilderness? That's their home. The spider's natural habitat. That's where they live. You're the intruder. Uh, he saw the spider while he was hiking and tried to burn it with his lighter. He inadvertently set the ground on fire. So, Corey Martin uh, is facing charges for reckless burning. They also found a jar of weed on him, along with, well, we know what he had the lighter on his hike for, I guess, along with drug paraphernalia. So, oh. yeah, I'm, I'm going to assume that's Weed's still legal in Utah. It is. It's I haven't still been to Utah, but I know that they had just legalized caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> a 62-year-old man tried to shoot down a crop duster for flying too low. Oh. Do you know what a crop duster is? Yes. Not me it's walking like through the fart. sales department farting. <laughs> oh. No, that's not what I'm talking. That's a different kind of crop dusting. Uh, it's those planes that throw, like, I don't know, some sort of powder. Yeah, pesticide or whatever. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah. On crops. So this pilot uh, was doing his thing, crop dusting in his plane. <laughs> he started taking uh, artillery fire. Well, somebody was shooting a gun at him anyway. He noticed a 62-year-old, well, I'm sure he didn't know the guy, noticed the guy's age, but he noticed the guy on the ground. It turned out to be 62-year-old Donald Bates, who lived next to the farm that was being crop dusted. (laughs) 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 Mr. Bates, the, the guy who fired the gun, was walking out of his house and kept flipping the pilot off. It turned out that he was angry about the plane flying so low and close to his house. The pilot noticed then that he was holding a shotgun and figured out, okay, well, that's that was the the incoming I was experiencing. Pilot decided to leave the area and went to go crot dust a different farm nearby. All right. But when he landed at the airport later, he noticed fuel link leaking leaking from a bullet hole in the fuel tank. He found another hole in the nose cone. 
got to say, if the guy had a shotgun, like a 410 or a 12 gauge or even a 20 gauge, uh -huh. that plane must have been pretty, that must have been really low. For him to have been able to see, yeah. Well, not to see, but shotgun doesn't go very far. Oh, okay. It kind of scatters, but it's not a long range. So that, that tells me the plane was pretty low. Well, the police visited Mr. Bates, the guy who'd done the shotgun shooting. And he admitted that he had been holding a gun to intimidate the pilot, but claimed that he never shot the gun. So he's denying that he had anything to do with the holes in the plane. Hmm. This is probably the other neighbor with the gun shooting at the plane. Well, wit <laughs> well it, maybe so, because another witness says that they heard up to 15 shots. <laughs> so police arrested Dang. the dude. He's facing attempted murder charges. Oh. I'm going to give you the details of the story, and then this is kind of like a Florida game. You tell me if you think it was Florida or not. Okay? Okay. A Red Bull addict stole a bunch of Red Bull and then led police on a high-speed chase. Oh, my God. A 27-year-old woman named Angela Sharp went to Costco last week and ran out with a shopping cart full of Red Bull. Uh, she got multiple cases of Red Bull when she took off. She ran to a getaway car, and she and her male accomplice loaded in the ill-gotten Red Bull and sped off. Why didn't they just fly? <laughs> Red Bull gives Get you your wings. wings. That's right. Costco employee called police and said that the same two people stole Red Bull the previous week. Wow. There must have been a lot of Red Bull because the estimate value of the Red Bull was $2,500. So that must they must have loaded that card up. Uh, police believe that the same duo attempted to steal Red Bull cases at two other locations in recent weeks. Police finally caught up with them on Thursday when their car was spotted. So Angela was driving and she led the police on a high-speed chase. Well, what other kind of chase would you expect with somebody who's got that much Red Bull in their blood, right? <laughs> speed the the speed of the chase got over 100 miles an hour and lasted about 15 minutes angela pulled over and got out of the car police found nearly 200 cans of red bull inside the car oh and the trunk of the car angela told police that she did it because these are her words she's addicted to red bull oh my god both angela Sharp and her accomplice were arrested. She's facing charges for disobeying a police officer, robbery, burglary, and is being held on $25,000 bail. <laughs> oh, my God. The accomplice faces similar charges. So do you think she's a flight risk? <laughs> <laughs> These are all the stories that I have for today. Never assault a police officer. Never threaten a security guard. Never kill a probation officer. No, Keep your ass out of the metal plate. Above all else. <laughs> it's against the law. 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 It
It's Veronica Gonzalez. And after the Buzz Adams Morning Show... This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoo, corner of Dyer and Monroe. Find them on social media or at PumpingInkTattoo.com. That's PumpingInkTattoo.com. I got a couple of uh, neckline calls. Thought we'd get to that. I also have a uh, proposal for a for another podcast that we oh. do. Out in theaters today, Bullet Train, an action comedy starring Brad Pitt and Sandra Bullock. Uh, you might have seen Bad Bunny's in it, Zazzy Beats, Aaron Taylor Johnson's in it, and it's directed by David Lit- Leach, the guy who did the first John Wick movie. And this movie actually hit a few theater screens last week, but it's going to be out on Amazon Prime starting today. 13 Lives, which is Ron Howard's uh, movie about the uh, amazing rescue of a of a boys' soccer team that was stuck in an underwater cave back in 2018. Do we remember this? Oh, yeah. Huh. So there are a couple of controversies. One of the first thing people were asking is, is Elon Musk going to be a character? Because when that was going on, Elon Musk said he was drawing up blueprints for a submarine. What had happened were these kids went down into a cave right. and it started raining. And I guess they could get the such heavy level, rainfall yeah. inside that kids couldn't get out of the cave. So they're not underwater, but the water is blocking them from the way they came in. And Elon Musk said he was going to design a submarine. And one of the divers who ended up rescuing... The 13, and they weren't all kids. I think, were they all kids? Were there two adults there? Right. Uh, The guy said, no, I don't don't think we're going to wait for Elon's submarine. We're going to do something else. So Elon Musk responded by calling this guy who ended up being a hero a pedophile. A pedophile. A pedo guy. I think is what he called him. That's what he called him, yeah. Just how freely people throw around accusations of something that serious is really concerning. So it looks like Elon Musk, they don't even mention him. That's probably appropriate. Probably for the best. He kind of inserted himself into that. Right. It was like insert, come up with kind of a ridiculous idea, and then call one of the actual rescuers pedo guy. Also in the trailer, there's a moment where Joel Edgerton's character is, is saying, it's insane, it's unethical, it's illegal. Oh. Now, this is the part of the story you may not remember. I guess the divers made the decision to dose the kids with ketamine so they would remain unconscious. It was going to be so hard to get them oh, out of this cave. Right. Do you remember that yeah, yeah, yeah. part of it? Wow. So you had a bunch of non-medical like, professionals dosing kids with ketamine. They were like, let's sedate these children. So that they're not struggling mm-hmm. and we're able to get back. As I remember it, they saved all the kids. They did. They got everyone. Did one of the divers die? One of the divers died. Right. So that was that came out in theaters last week, but it's on Amazon Prime starting today. All right. Tell me if you like this idea. All right. For our fourth morning show related 
podcast. What if we started doing the Monday Movie Club? Oh. So what we would do is we would pick out a movie. Could be a classic. Could be black and white. Could be something that came out within the last mm-hmm. year. But we all, we're going to watch it and take notes. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to come in and we're all going to talk about the movie. <gasps> Buzz, I love it. And I had this brainstorm because I was watching Rise of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> okay. And I just have to say, why haven't they done the next movie in that series? <laughs> because they have been setting up so perfectly. Okay. The, the facts behind the Planet of the Apes. So in the background, you hear these news reports. There's a super virus going around. Also, there was like a long-range space mission with some astronauts. Okay. Okay, so did you guys watch the old Planet of the Apes? Have you ever seen an episode of that? So it's like some astronauts land oh on a planet and it's ruled by apes and you don't find out spoiler here. Uh Charlton Heston is walking along riding a horse along this beach and it's like they come across the Statue of Liberty and it's halfway built up and he he realizes it was Earth but in the in the future. In the future. But it never made sense because there's no way apes would evolve the power of speech in a few thousand years. Mm-hmm. I thought there was... Was there not another planet of the oh, apes there were that like, came out there were like, like 10 years ago or something? Yes. So okay. Many. Now, that's the one that came out, and that was Tim Burton. It had Marky Mark in it. Okay, that's the last one I that I saw. Yeah, bad. <laughs> but that was supposed <laughs> to be... I don't even a, remember it, honestly. But what they had done in these Planet of the Ape movies that had, I think... Well, the one that I watched yesterday had James Franco in it. Oh. And... But they were setting up, oh, the monk, the, not monkeys, they're apes, had been experimented on with anti-Alzheimer's drug, and that boosted their intelligence. So that gives you an idea. All of this I stuff see, that I they're see. setting up in these most recent Planet of the Apes movies are brilliant. Because all the stuff is like, oh, okay, it's kind of hokey, but it's more of an allegory than anything else, the original movies. Mm-hmm. But they were setting up, here's how the monkeys get so, excuse me, apes get so smart. <laughs> Okay. Also, in the in the Planet of the Apes movie, when Charlton Heston and the other astronauts land on the planet, they're still humans, but they can't speak, and they're treated like dumb animals. They're kept in pens by the apes. So it's kind of it's it's op- it's the opposite. Yeah, the- that's the whole thing. Is what if what if the apes were the ones who ran things, and we were their it's slave labor? Might be getting kind of close. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe it's their turn. We're all living in the sequel. But they also set up that there's this long... So they're they're setting it up that there's this mission of astronauts who are going to come back and they're going to land and the planet has been taken over by the apes. And you got ape soldiers and ape courts and all this stuff. Why haven't they done that yet? <laughs> they did three movies <laughs> in this Planet of the Apes series, but they have teed up so wonderfully. That's a all good the, question. Yeah. They're doing a lot of reboots and remakes and... And then All how that did stuff. the idea for the podcast come Oh, up? just just like talking about movies oh, and movie franchises. Want, so you want us to watch Planet of the Apes? No, it doesn't have to be that. But I just thought, like every Monday, we could we could talk about a movie that we saw. <gasps> yeah, all watch should. the same one, like a book club, but with yeah, like a yeah. book club. <gasps> Buzz, that's a great idea. Right, and I love it. I had a further idea. We don't tell corporate that we're doing this, uh-huh. and we just do it and see. Some of these movie podcasts are really popular. Oh. Is this going to be our big break? 
Yeah, and we'll do it without telling the company. <laughs> and we'll take, take all the revenue. We'll t- yeah, we'll and we'll start it. selling ads for it and just keep it all. <laughs> what I was thinking. Genius. We got news headlines coming up. Megan McCormick's going to have news for us in just a few minutes. Let me get to a couple of calls here. What's up, Mo Show? It's ODG. Remember one of my first calls was to say the COVID vaccine didn't stop you from getting COVID or spreading COVID? I'll admit, it, le- it might lessen, it lessens the symptoms. Are y'all willing to admit that the v- COVID vaccine doesn't stop the spread of COVID or, or stop you from getting COVID? The Omicron variant worked better than the vaccine. And tell Nico to get, get his ass back to work. <laughs> if Biden's dementia riddled ass can work while having COVID, he can. And did I hear right? You can't say boobs on the radio anymore? Come on, man. Boobs? Boobs is a bird. Boobs are birds. <laughs> you can't say boobs anymore. What? Okie dokie. You know, I had forgotten I forgot that, that ODG was, at first, he was like an anti-vaccine guy. Right. I forgot that, that was the <gasps> whole thing. That, I think that's why he started calling in. ODG. We had totally forgotten your questionable <laughs> origin story. He also, he not. What's that? He's not wrong. I, I mean, the, the it doesn't stop the spread at all. You know, it certainly doesn't stop the spread. I think it just lessens your uh, yeah your symptoms. symptoms. So well, you don't have people so going. To, you don't have yeah. you don't have them stacking up bodies outside of hospitals. Yeah, you know, like yeah. they had been. No, I'm not going to give you. I'm not going to give you any part of the argument because <laughs> essentially what you're arguing is wrong, that the vaccine doesn't do any good. That that was what you were saying. The vaccine does, the vaccines, I should say, do a ton of good. And thanks to them, we got back to normal uh, for the most part. The latest is this monkeypox. So you're going to have this in news, right? Yep. That the president has declared monkeypox a public, public health, health emergency. Okay, so not a national health emergency, but a public, public. health emergency. And I guess some of the wording. Uh, Joanna, do we even want to hear what Dean from Abilene has to say about monkeypox? Oh, man. <laughs> Maybe after this break. Okay. All right, we'll come back. Dean's got comments about monkeypox. No, of course he does. They're... Everything you would expect from Dean from Abilene. So we'll have that on the way and other news headlines with Megan McCormick coming up. That's right. Well, El Paso has received a shipment of the monkeypox vaccine. I'm going to tell you all about that. And as we wrap up the first week of school for most kids in the borderland, the parents of a seven-year-old are demanding answers after their child was dropped off at the wrong bus stop. That story for you next. El Paso and Megan McCormick. All right, time to get to uh, today's top story. Good morning, Megan. Good morning, Buzz. The parents of a local seven-year-old girl are speaking out after they say their daughter was dropped off at the wrong bus stop, waiting for more than two hours until her parents found her. The girl's mother told ABC7 that she was waiting for she was, she was waiting to pick up her daughter on Tuesday this week after school, but when the bus arrived, her daughter wasn't on it. The Socorro, the Socorro Independent School District acknowledged the incident happened, but would not talk about specifics. The girl's mother said she went immediately to the school when her daughter didn't get off the bus, but the school said 
they didn't know where she was. I mean, she's seven. You would think like, hey, what's your name? Let me see if you're on the right bus. You would think that, right? It's the second day of school, but they didn't do that. Oh, my God. The father eventually found his daughter in a trailer park where they did not live. A trailer park? Yes. Were they even close? You know, I don't know the vicinity, but it was not anywhere, you know, walking distance of where The they little lived. girl didn't know where she was. No, no. You know, I've heard people say there's no reason for like a first grader or second grader to have a a phone. This is, that might this be is a, a good reason. Re- right. What if your kid ever ends up someplace and they don't know where they're at? Yeah. Especially some can place like a trailer the, park. Can where you imagine you know. two hours of what the parents have got to be going through? Terrifying, yeah. Yeah. It'd be really scary. Right. Well, some parents of Socorro ISD are dealing with overcrowding in the area. After registering their child ahead of the new school year, they were told there was no room for them on the first day of school. They said school staff had told them there was an overflow and the only solution was to wait until the district could find a spot for them somewhere else. A spokesperson with Socorro ISD said communities in the far east side of the district continue to grow at a rapid rate. As new students to these communities registers and classrooms become full, students are overflowed to a nearby school that has capacity. The student is offered transportation to the overflow school. If space later becomes available at the home campus, the student is offered the opportunity to enroll. The district said the overflow process is happening across the district and that a total of 102 elementary students new to SISD have been overflowed this year. Didn't Back to the bus uh, stop mix up for a second. Didn't somebody say they the school district has a a shortage of bus drivers? I thought I heard somebody mention that. Yeah, shortage of bus driver. And Texas actually has a shortage of teachers, too, right now. Um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, need in the public education arena right now. Hey, everybody back to work. Back to work. Let's Pandemic's go. Pandemic's over. <laughs> <laughs> Summer's over. Pandemic's <laughs> over. Let's go. Well, a Russian judge handed down a nine-year sentence for Brittany Griner yesterday after her conviction on charges of drug, drug possession and drug smuggling with criminal intent. In addition to the sentence, the judge fined her one million rubles, which is roughly 16300 U.S. dollars. After the sentencing, President Joe Biden called the sentence unacceptable and pledged to work tirelessly and pursue every possible avenue to bring her back to America, adding, I call on Russia to release her immediately so she could be with her wife, loved ones, friends, and teammates. The judge's sentence comes almost six months after Griner flew into a Moscow airport and was found with .702 grams of cannabis oil in her luggage, which prosecutors said was enough to meet the significant amount threshold under Russian law. Here is what Brittany said yesterday. Uh, She apologized. I made an honest mistake, and I hope that in your ruling that it doesn't end my life here. The two-time Olympic gold medalist who appeared in court for the final hearing in her trial was facing up to 10 years in prison, although nine and a half years was the maximum sentence. With time served, Griner now has the right to appeal. I, fi- I figured out who Boozy is. The con- <laughs> we had Okay. It's a rapper named Boozy Badass. Still nothing? No. Uh, anyway, this was Boozy Badass reacting to Brittany Griner's nine-year sentence. If that was Taylor Swift, it'll be a peace treaty right now. It'll be a, a slight, we'll be, they'll be drafting to go to war for a weed pin. Nine years. Please, Taylor Swift can't even rebound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, the, one of the guys on ESPN was saying, well, now that they've done the sentence, that may mean that Brittany Griner is actually closer to being released and returned to the United States. And I opened up the paper today, and sure enough, Lavrov, the, the, the Russian foreign minister, is saying, yeah, now let's go back and negotiate to get Brittany Griner. So I think they see it as, oh, we've just we've just upped our chips in this you know yeah up the, now that we've up got the a ante. conviction we've upped the ante mm-hmm. right. and they're and they're putting on a show you know absolutely two current and two two current and two former louisville kentucky police officers have been charged with violating brianna taylor's civil rights in the 2020 raid that led to her death u.s attorney General Merrick Garland in announcing the charges on Thursday so the Department of Justice alleged alleges that the violations resulted in Miss Taylor's death. Those alleged crimes include civil rights offenses, unlawful conspiracies, unconstitutional use of force, and obstruction offenses. This act violated federal civil rights laws and that those violations resulted in Miss Taylor's death. In the early morning raid, officers opened fire after Taylor's boyfriend, believing an intruder was trying to break in, fired a gun toward the door of their apartment. After he fired, two officers responded with 22 shots, one of which fatally struck Taylor in the chest. Detective Joshua Jaynes and Kelly Goodlett are accused of misleading investigators probing the shooting. Sergeant Kyle Meany was charged with falsifying an affidavit, and Brett, ha- and Brett Han- Hankinson was charged with using excessive force. Hankinson was terminated in June 2020, while Jaynes was terminated in January of 2021. Police say that termination procedures for Meany and Goodlett were started on Thursday. The Biden administration declared monkeypox a public health emergency on Thursday during a brief hearing during a briefing with the Department of Health and Human Services. Since the first U.S. monkeypox case was identified in May, more than 6,600 probable or confirmed cases have been detected in the U.S., with cases being found in every state except for Montana and Wyoming. The declaration on Thursday follows the World Health Organization announcement last month that monkeypox is a public health emergency of international concern. On Tuesday, President Joe Biden named Robert Fenton a regional FEMA administrator as the White House's national monkeypox response coordinator. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky explains how the declaration can enhance the country's response to the monkeypox outbreak. It may provide access to resources and flexibilities, enabling personnel to deploy to the outbreak and potentially increase access to care to people who need it most. And El Paso has received its first shipment of the monkeypox vaccine. According to a Texas Department of Health Services spokesperson, El Paso received 200 doses in the last week of July. Full vaccination requires two doses, meaning the borderland has enough to fully vaccinate 100 people. There has been just one confirmed case of the monkeypox in West Texas, but El Paso Health Authority Dr. Hector Acaranza said the case was not identified in El Paso County. The Genios vaccine, as it's called, has the best chance at preventing the disease if a person is vaccinated within four days of exposure. It's important to note, too, this disease can be transmitted sexually, but is is not a sexually transmitted disease. Can it be transmitted other ways other than sexually? Yes. So it's not just a, okay, so it's not just an STI. Yes. Okay. And with your news, I'm Megan McCormick. Well, you might have to explain that to Dean from Abilene. I keep looking at these monkeypox things, and I'm so concerned. It looks horrible. One guy's got blisters all over his mouth. All I can say is stop sucking people. 
Are you a mongoloid? Oh I have no concern about these people. I know I won't get it. <laughs> it's kind of funny. So stay away from gays. Wow. Wow. Joanna, what do you make of that? Ugh. You hope he gets monkeypox, right? <laughs> I mean, how can you not hope? I'm not going to say it. But... Right, but how can you not feel like, I hope Dean gets monkeypox? <laughs> and then we can tell him, well, you didn't stay away from the gays. <laughs> you didn't stay away from the gays. Here it comes. Ridiculous. And it's not discreet. You get the scariest outbreaks from people that you meet. You get the box from a monkey. People get sick all around. It's not as bad as COVID, but it can still put you down. We're just a little infectious. Got an open source stay away. Better get to a doctor and get another shot to I got uh, one other story I want to throw in here, uh, Joanna, and I know you're a Disney fan, but I don't know that that means you're going to know more about the story than anybody else does, but a bunch of people got stuck on one of the rides at Disney. Did you see that by any chance? Oh, Joanna might be screaming calls. That's what happens. Was it Disneyland or Disney World? I don't know. That's what I was going to bring her in. Let me see if I can get some of the details. Riders were stuck on Disney's It's a Small... Oh, man. Oh, It's a Small World ride. Prob- what is that? That's I've never been to a Disney park. That's you go in a little boat, and they have all the robotic... Da, 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 like all the children of the world? And they're like, mm, wave the robotic into a small world. World, so that's Florida, right? Yep. Walt Disney World... Uh, guests were stuck on the It's a Small Ride. Uh, it's a Small World Ride. God, what an awful ride to be stuck on. <laughs> I know. For over an hour. Oh, my God. Joanna, you're a Disney fan. I know you've been to Disneyland. Have you ever been to Disney World? No, I haven't. Do they have a, do they have a It's a Small World at Disneyland? Yes. And... Do, do you think it, the music was just going on for an I hour? I can't imagine that oh, the music... Actually, I've been stuck on a ride before, and I know what happens. They just turn all the lights on. Well, Megan, you got it right. It is a ride where animatronic children sing the song. <laughs> but, uh, God, can you imagine just, like, the whole time, it's a small world after all. And they're staring at you. They're big buggy eyes. <laughs> right. <laughs> the can-can dancers. Yeah. So the ride got stuck, and according to one of the people who posted about it, one of the people who was stuck on the ride, uh-huh. the park employees didn't realize it for like 45 minutes. Oh, my so God. So they had to, and it took oh, them no. over 15 minutes to get it unstuck, so that's an hour they were stuck, and they confirmed, yeah, the song was on repeat the whole time. <laughs> oh, that's awful. The real torture. Is there any Disney song that would be more annoying than It's a Small World to be stuck on? Let's oh, man. Maybe that Siamese cat song from the Aristocats. <laughs> <laughs> that one's pretty annoying. That is a bad one. Possibly Bippity Boppity Boo. Oh, yeah. Look, you could take your favorite song, and I think after an hour, it's probably going to get pretty annoying, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. A- any song. Okay.
You aren't leaving now, I'm sorry to say. If you want to leave, we will say no way. You are totally stuck and you are out of luck because you won't get off this ride. <laughs> you will not get off this ride. You will not get off this ride. You will not get off this ride. And this is where you live now. So hot. The morning show that's live and local with you. It is Texas back-to-school tax-free weekend, so for clothes and supplies, I think they leave it pretty pretty broad what you can count as a back-to-school item. You can get uh, the sales tax off. Also, at Silla Vista Mall, most of the stores and merchants have their own specials going on to make sure you get maximum savings. And KLAQ invites you to the back-to-school expo, which is going to be at Silla Vista Mall tomorrow. During tax-free weekend, West Star, uh, Western Tech presents the Back to School Expo. A lot of performances on the YMCA performance stage, giveaways at the Johnson's Jewelers prize tent, and drop by the radio station booth that'll be set up inside Silla Vista Mall and find out about these scholarships. We have four Back to School scholarships from El Paso Electric, and you can come by and sign up to win one of four $500 scholarships. El Paso Electric wants to help students power up their educational opportunities. And the uh, the tax-free weekend is all weekend. The Back to School Expo is on Saturday, though, at Silla Vista Mall. Special thanks to Southwest Beverages and Western Tech. Also, Yes, We Do Hair and Sunwatt Energy. You get more information about the Back to School Expo at klaq.com. Coming up on Sunday... There's going to be a party going on, and KLAQ is going to be there for some of it at Bikini Joe's, 3390 Rich Bean Boulevard. KLAQ is going to be there from 1 to 3. The party is going to be going on all day. It's their summer party at Bikini Joe's with lots of food and drink specials. They've also got $50 Cabo gift cards to give out throughout the day. And just for stopping by while KLAQ is there from 1 to 3, we're going to have tickets to the Iron Maiden concert that's coming to the Don Haskins Center in September. Mm. That's just barely a month away, Can right? Can you believe? August. It is August. September's the next. Yeah. October, it's November. Just, just a little over a month away. December. So come by. Check out the party at Bikini Joe's on Sunday. And from 1 to 3, KLAQ will be there. Veronica Gonzalez is going to be there. Nice. Nice. And you can win some of those tickets for the Iron Maiden concert. You know, some sometimes something we talk about on the air is very brief, but then Emily will put it up on KLAQ.com or the Facebook, and it just explodes. And that's the case. We were talking about places you would hang out <laughs> when you were a kid. You weren't really old enough to go to a bar. And not counting Juarez, because, you know, <laughs> right. back in the day, that's where everybody would go. But, you know, where you would go to have a, a beer bust or when I was in high school, the spillway at the lake. The spillway. Was the place the to be. spillway. I like that. But do you want to hear? We got like 
700 responses to this. I posted that with the intent of, oh, I'm going to write an article on this. And then it got it just got so many comments that now I'm like, ooh. Do this. <laughs> like, a lot of people are like, you know, the places they'd go in Juarez, which I understand. You know, some, some kids were in Juarez, not just every weekend, like four days. Yeah, <laughs> right. They'd be there on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday because you could drink. <laughs> but specifically just someplace where you would go that was kind of public, but also you knew that adults wouldn't hassle you and probably right. the cops wouldn't come out and make Maybe you break it up. It. Yeah. yeah. So here are some of the responses that we got. <laughs> okay. Uh, the drag off Joe Battle. When Joe Battle was all desert. Uh-huh. And the Lee Trevino cruise. Was huh. cruising a thing you guys did when you were in high school? I, I grew up in a small town and Friday and Saturday night, just like uh, the movie American Graffiti, people would get in their car, you'd drive downtown, you'd do a circle around the courthouse. <laughs> you do a circle around the courthouse, then you head back up Main uh-huh. Street. Then you'd get on seven, you'd get on another street and you'd cruise down to like the Sonic. Just to see, and people were posted up, you know, at some of these places having a uh, I'm trying to think of like <laughs> you know, like a cherry limeade or something. Yeah, and you nice. would just to be seen. And I'm telling you. Hundreds of kids every Friday and Saturday, and I, I just don't know if that still goes on I get, in America. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much what we would do too: drive around and your you know, friends go to in the, the back seat just to see. Mostly looking. I mean, if you're a guy, mostly looking to meet a girl, <laughs> but also just to be seen and to see your friends and hang out. So I guess they had something like that: the drag off Joe Battle and the Lee Trevino cruise. Somebody says, "Yep." That old airstrip. <laughs> I wonder if there was a... Uh, also, Styles Road and Zaragoza. Let me see if I can find... I love how specific people got. Yeah, people got really there specific. Was, there were a lot that I did see that uh, were... Cherry Hill. Is that... There's a, I know there's a like a residential street called Cherry Hill I on the west side. Somebody responded saying, well, it's a neighborhood now. But I guess back in the day, that's where everyone just went to hang out. All right. So here's what somebody says. Uh-huh. Oh, I wish, we, I wish we'd have asked them, what year are we talking about here? I know, right? Cruise the Monopoly's parking lot. Cruise Ascarity. Lakeside. And the circles on Lee Trevino before all the homes were built. Great times hung out a few times at Cherry Hill, which is Don Haskins Road now. So I guess oh, there's okay. a, like a way out on the east side. Yeah. There must be something that was called Desert Bonfires. <laughs> mm. God, I really do wish a lot of these put like the years that, yeah. that this happened. The Levee. The levee. The real red sands. Zaragoza. And I-10. Bonfires and kegs. Let me see what else they have here. 
Boy, people got. Oh, those were the days. Got, 80s baby. There's a there's a date right there. 80s baby. The one you were just 80s reading. 80s baby. <laughs> nice. The levy. The levy. I've heard about the levy before. Someone said uh, the hill, Trans Mountain Road, mid to late 80s. The just up on Trans Mountain Road. Yeah. They have that lookout up there on the west side. Go up Trans Mountain. I always get so scared to pull out of those places, though. Man, they're going so fast. Cherry Hill. Maybe somebody can call me in and describe what this tell Cherry us, Hill... Yeah, tell I, us what was so special about we, Cherry Hill. Hill. We not only got so many comments about Cherry Hill, but in the app chat, people also mentioned Cherry Hill. I guess the thing about finding a hangout is you don't want to draw so much attention or you've got to have some kind of truce with mm. the authorities. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like when we would drive the drag, the Main Street drag, for the most part, the cops wouldn't bother you. Because I think even they realized, hey, this is a little town where nothing's going on. <laughs> this, these, the internet is still 15 way, years <laughs> away from being invented. They don't have cell phones. Just let them drive around, for God's sake. Yeah. So they wouldn't hassle us that much, you know? Mm, let me see. There's a lot of mention of of clubs that were popular back in the day. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw juvenile detention yeah. center. <laughs> That's funny. The wall. I've heard people talk about the wall. Where's the wall? Well, it's kind of out in the desert near Santa Teresa. Okay. And it's during the day, a lot of people will take their ATVs or four-wheelers out there and you know, it's kind of like dunes. Oh, cool. And there's one they call the wall that's oh, it's very just steep. like this very steep grind. I see. Uh, many others. If you want to give us a call, though, if you know the details about any of these, by all means, uh, let us know. And I think we're going to get to the bottom of Cherry Hill. Here is Johnny. Hi, Johnny. Hi, Johnny. What's going on, Buzz? Good morning to all. Good morning. Johnny, what's this Cherry Hill everybody keeps talking about? It's, it was on the east side where there was nothing but sands, just like they're mentioning about red sands. And everybody would just go out there and, you know, have some fun, you know, off-roading, oh. drinking some beers, kegs. Back in the days, we would hit those kegs. Those kegs were popular. And you guys didn't get busted very often? Like, the, for the most part, they left you alone? For the most part, yes, unless, uh, you know, like always sometimes... There were a couple of people who would start getting rowdy and eventually end up in brawls and whatnot. So cops were eventually called and you would just see everybody squirm different areas. But there was also all areas where we all knew where else we could go. Hey, let me ask you something, Johnny. If the cops did show up, did everybody like get in their car and try and get the hell out of there as quick as they could? Oh, yeah. We looked like cockroaches running from, our, from the race. <laughs> So what if you were to go out there at the at the Cherry Hill, what what would you see now? What what's there? Everybody just having some old fashioned fun, you know, drinking. No, I mean today. Is it is it still the same as it was when you were uh, there's residential, there's commercial, there's a uh, part of it uh being the fact of the coral 
uh, activity center. Oh, it's just so it's all just completely developed out there. It's all developed, yes, sir. Even right there on the, that other place that they were mentioning, right off of Baragosa and Night Bend, oh. that's where all that uh, Palma shopping center is now. The Starbucks oh, yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. What What was the peak year? For your uh, participation at Cherry Hill, what years are we talking about? Between '82 and '89. Oh, okay, that, those '80s, so, so, man. Yeah, yeah, the, the rocking '80s. That was the time. You know, everybody listen. Everybody listening to some Metallica, Iron Maiden, some old classic rock. You nice. know, me, I'm a classic rock person. So Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, Rush, all that. You know, there was uh, radios booming and bonfires. You, you have a boombox. Bring the boom yeah, People bring boom yeah. boxes. Yeah. Or we Do you remember when they were called ghetto blasters? Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> All right. There was another area too that they would call. Uh, it was in the Lower Valley Ivy Road. That's where now uh, Del Valle is. It's in that area. It used to also be deserted, and you go back there. It was a big tree, and the same thing. You know, especially on Friday nights after football games, mm. everybody would either go, "Hey, Cherry Hills, Ivy Road, or." The levy, like they're saying, all that that they're saying. Oh yeah, I remember all those things. Right on, nice all and right. fun. It sounds like you awesome. had a good time. Yeah, I did. All right, memories. <laughs> you all have a good one, man. Those days, are, those days are long gone now. <laughs> all right, yes, thanks, sir. Johnny. Yes, sir. Thank hey, you. We, Happy we Friday. Have, we, we didn't have no social media back then. Yeah, <laughs> if you wanted to talk to your friends, you had to go meet out at a bonfire <laughs> with a keg, right? <laughs> with with some nice refreshments, uh, you know, like kind of like lemonade or apple cider, something like that. Mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> yeah, because we're because we're talking about children, of course. <laughs> right, right. I had a couple of friends. You know, they were all called Jack, Johnny, and Jimmy. So. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Johnny. Thanks, yes, sir. Y'all have a good one. Enjoy your weekend. You yeah. too. Man, he's bringing me back. <laughs> God, did it sound like Johnny almost shed a tear as he was saying like, Cherry Hill back in the day? But I, Joanne, I, I felt his emotion. I, felt, I, I felt like felt taking like you, you were back. Also to, there. Here is Mondo, who's also going to tell us about Cherry Hill. And I guess this uh, was <laughs> primarily an 80s phenomenon. Hi, Mondo. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Mondo. Good morning, Mondo. Can y'all hear me good? Yeah, yeah. Loud and clear. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, yeah, you know what? I was just listening to the to the caller before me. Um, But, yeah, you know, Cherry Hill, I mean, that used to be, be uh, you know, when we used to go out there and, 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 I, and I was 89, 88, you know, 90, 91, too. I mean, it, it was up there right, right off Don Haskins, right off of I-10. There's a whole bunch of warehouses now. That's that's how there's up there, but... um. I mean, I remember on Fridays, we used to go cruise up there and, and, like you said, just hang out and everybody would just be driving by, drinking and, you know, enjoying the night. Um, but also, Buzz, I also heard you saying something about the levee. And the levee <laughs> used to be like the Rio Grande, right next to the Rio Grande, like off of Saragossa, kind of going towards Socorro Road. There must be, is there any chance that there's a levee that's on the east side but also a levy on the west side because i always hear the court when i hear coronado people talk and they're always talking about the levy so maybe maybe it was such a big well, deal kids came from all over el paso to go out to the east side well you know what like the, the, the rear grand you know goes through you know right here off of saragossa all the way through sunland park and you know yeah. that's what we used to call it we used to call it the levy and we used to get together on fridays you know go buy one or two kegs and i'm and i'm talking about 
150 to 200 people just wow i mean everybody just go out there and hang out and and just you know enjoy the whole night and bonfire you have like one or two bonfires going and how how often would you say that it got broken up or the police showed up made everybody disperse never never <laughs> never. The times that I was there, never the times that i was there you never not even the border patrol will go <laughs> but they would just drive by they wouldn't do anything they'll just drive by and you know and kind of just make sure it was you know I mean, I guess... I bet, I bet there were at least some of them that were checking out the high school girls. Yeah, but, I mean... You know what they say about high school girls? <laughs> I keep getting older. And they stay our the same age. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our senior year, I remember that's what we did for our senior ditch day. We went out there during the day. And we hung out out there all day long. For the for your but, senior yeah, beach you know, day? Deep ditch. Oh, ditch day. Senior yeah, ditch no, day. That'd be funny. That's a big beach. That's a lot of sand, very little yeah, ocean out there. Like, that is so clever. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Mondo. But, yeah, Monopolies and, yeah, Monopolies no. over, um, you know, even the Valley Bank on North Loop, cruising days. Cool. Good time. Awesome. Monopolies was what, like a nightclub, right? Yeah, it was a nightclub, right? I think it was on off of Torino. Um, now, when you were in the 80s, when you were in high school, did they check IDs a lot? Like, could kids get into bars or you really had to go to Juarez if you wanted to go into a bar? You know what? No. I mean, I remember, well, at least, like, you know, I, I went to Socorro High School, so some of the bars down here, I mean, we would just go in. So <laughs> they'd be like, eh, he looks like he could be 18. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. back, remember, back in the day, we all, we all had mustaches. Mustache, right. So, I mean, we looked like we were... Of course, you, of, co of course, you'd never shaved it once, but it mustache nonetheless. Nope. <laughs> right on. Okay. Even, Thanks, even Monday. My beard, they wouldn't encourage you, so... Yeah, we, we have good times. All right. But appreciate yeah. the call. You guys have a good day. All right. Have Thanks, a good weekend. Mondo. We'll see you. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I love That's awesome. So, memories. I know. No matter where you're from, you get that conversation, oh, right? Yeah. I think no matter where you're yeah. from, yeah. there was some place before social media mm -hmm. uh, where if you wanted to cut loose a little bit, you couldn't go completely bananas, you know, because that would get too much heat. But you just kind of, hey, let's have a keg. Let's have a bonfire. Let's keep our fingers crossed that nobody comes out of here and busts <laughs> and, us off. <laughs> and in that original post, we get a lot of people from, I guess, out of town who also shared their spots. Uh, someone said the turnout, a scenic turnout in the Orange Hills overlooking northern Orange County, California. Yeah, oh. yeah I'm sure every every community in this country has got some place where kids go out. Mm -hmm. To try and have a little un unsupervised fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, you know, keep it responsible, <laughs> yeah, I would yeah. say. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We're going to come back here in just a few minutes. Today is International Beer Day. What a, right. <laughs> what a day. <laughs> so I've got a few uh, myths about beer. We will debunk some of them, and we will confirm, I guess, some of them. So we have that coming up. More of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is on the way right after this. Adam. Happy Friday. Happy International Beer Day. The weekend is almost here. And I know a lot of people are ready for it. I'm going to give you some, uh, uh, some myths you might have heard about beer. Coming up in just a few minutes for International Beer Day. We've got a flyaway trip. These are always fun. 
because when we work with BMG Music, we get the airfare, the hotel accommodations, tickets to the show, also $500 spending cash, and that could come in really handy. The trip is to Denver to see Iron Maiden. So a cool trip to see a classic rock band, and we are currently in the giveaway stage. So three times a day at 1015 2.15 p.m. and 5.15 p.m. every day, including the weekends. We're going to have a code word on the air. As soon as you hear that, you want to go over to the KLAQ mobile app. Don't worry if you don't have it. It's an easy and free download. Get the KLAQ mobile app on your iPhone through the App Store or your Android through the Google Play Store. So listen for those code words, 10.15 a.m., 2.15 and 5.15 p.m. Then just tap the Rocky Mountain Maiden button on the KLAQ app. Enter that code. The more codes you get and enter, the more registrations you have. It's all brought to you by the new Earl of Sandwich, the sandwich that started it all. Now open with their first location in El Paso, 3581 North Zaragoza. And KLEQ is going to be out later today in just a little over an hour. You can come out and check out the first of its kind. It's an all-electric super truck Hummer. The 2022 GMC Hummer EV is going to be unveiled today at Casa Buick GMC. That's 6800 Montana. And KLAQ is going to be there for this momentous occasion from 10 to noon. We're also going to have Iron Maiden tickets to give away, not for the Denver concert, but for the El Paso concert, which is, boy, just a little over a month away. Coming up fast. Iron Maiden at uh, the Don Haskins Center in September. So go out. Daniel Paulus is going to be there. Joe Pete's going to be along. Get you registered for those Iron Maiden tickets and check out the 2022 all-electric GMC Hummer EV. That's at Casa Buick GMC 6800 Montana. And starts up in about an hour and 15 minutes at 10 o'clock. All right, today is International uh, Beer Day. Heineken's created a special sneaker for International Beer Day <laughs> that have soles filled with actual beer. And they're called Heinekicks. <laughs> nice. You have to be a flexible to take a sip, though. <laughs> Let me see if I can get a picture of this. I'm trying to picture it. It's got beer in the soles. Here you go. Here are the Heine Kicks. Heine Kicks. Uh, they look like a Mexican flag. <laughs> don't they? Joanna, don't they? Yeah, they do. There's beer in this. You're walking on. Okay. Does it stay refrigerated? Can you run a straw down your pant leg? Right, your like those shoe? hats. <laughs> like the hats. Exactly. They are called Heine Kicks. Heineken only made 32 pair. But if you get a hold of them, I guess they'd probably be a collector's item. Are they refillable? I don't know. Let me read. The in- they injected the sole of each sticker with Heineken silver. No, it doesn't sound like the 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 beer comes out. It's just oh, in there. It's just oh, it's like a cushion. Whack. That is a complete waste of <laughs> opportunity. It says here the shoes are red, green, and white, like a Heineken bottle. Or like the Mexican flag. <laughs> you can see the beer sloshing around oh. in the sole. Uh, they come with a bottle opener that slots into the tongue. What? 
No, not your tongue. The tongue of the shoe. What the hell? You could just wear regular shoes in a frat house. Probably get the same amount of beer saturation on the bottom of the soles. Here are uh, some myths for International Beer Day. We're going to bust some beer myths. Number one, drinking a lot of beer gives you a beer belly. I assume that was, why else would they call it a beer belly? Right? <laughs> it says here, beer on its own doesn't cause a belly. It's a combination of too many calories, not enough exercise. It's just fat. So, Yeah, it can contribute to a beer gut. But it's not like it goes right there. Yeah. I feel like that's... True or false, Megan, dark beers are stronger than light beers. Uh, I think that's false. As far as the color goes, you don't think there's any truth to that? I don't think so. Uh, That is a myth, so you're right. Light beers are lighter in color and body. That doesn't mean dark beers have more alcohol. For example, Guinness contains 4.2% alcohol by volume, (laughs) while Budweiser is 5%. Well, now that shocks me. Like, every time I'm drinking a Guinness, it's like, oh, it's like drinking syrup. But at least I'm getting drunk real fast. (laughs) You're telling me a Guinness has less alcohol by volume than a Budweiser? It's pretty shocking. Extremely shocking. It's more work to get a Guinness. Joanna, this one for you. Okay. Are you even a beer fan, though? Not really. (laughs) Beer should always be served ice cold. Uh, True, yeah. I agree, but they say it's a myth. What? I'm with you. Warm beer is not great. (laughs) No. Ice cold temperatures can actually ruin the flavor of a good beer. Oh, man. I guess we need one of like our beer experts from Dead Beach to tell us if that's true. Yeah, right. I've had a like a room temperature beer, and it's not garbage. Yeah, it's garbage. (laughs) (laughs) I I officially disagree with this one. I say beer should always be served and all the commercials are always like ice cold, and then like you can see the false advertising. If it was ice cold, cold it'd be frozen. Right? If it was really as cold (laughs) as ice, it would be ice. Does beer freeze? Oh, yeah. It does, right? If you it's, leave it in your freezer, it'll blow up. That's right. That's right. I haven't cleaned up the mess yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it will. That's right. Vodka won't. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Let's see. Have you ever heard uh, the rule of thumb that draft beer gives you a hangover? What? No. Like you get a worse hangover from draft as opposed to a bottle out of a bottle or a can, or a can I guess. Um, is that true? Not true. No, that I myth have is never not even true. Heard I don't that. think I've heard that either. It says here that drinking an excessive amount of alcohol, no matter the type, will, will cause a hangover. <laughs> okay, I can tell you, just from anecdotal personal experience, it's when you start mixing certain combinations. And on an empty stomach, is always, always makes as far as the hangover goes. God, it just seems like once you throw tequila into the mix, bad news. <laughs> uh, so happy International Beer Day! You know what's I like is Yingling. 
Have you seen that? Yeah, they just brought it down here. Yeah, Yingling is pretty good. Did they have that when you were where you're from? Yeah. Yeah, see, they didn't have it anywhere (laughs) except like the northeast and I guess the upper Midwest. Yeah. The Yingling Brewery is in Pennsylvania someplace. Is that where it is? Yeah. There's some good breweries. It's the oldest brewery in the United States. I think it goes back to the early 1800s. Wow. And in the same family, the Yingling family. And we met the guy who was in charge of it at the time and his daughter, who's now in charge of it. But you couldn't get a Yingling until, I think, last year, the year before. Wow. Fairly recently, they didn't have Yingling in Texas. Oh, wow. Or really anywhere outside, I believe, kind of the northeast and the upper, upper, yeah, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there you go. Just some mm-hmm. uh, myths debunked, although I'm still saying a room temperature beer. Needs Garbage. To, needs to go in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I stand by that. This summer, when you're at the beach with friends, pop a top on a good time with the ice-cold beer that's perfect for the beach. It's the all-new... What if I ask what you got going here? We're making a commercial. You realize alcohol isn't allowed on the beach? Oh, I was totally unaware. What about these young people? They're popping a top on a good time. Some of them look a little young. I'm just the announcer. Maybe somebody else (laughs) checked their IDs. You been drinking today? No. Well, one at lunch. That's what they all say. I'm telling you the truth. I get an ID on you, sir. I don't know why I'm the focus of this. Could I go in my truck and get my phone? Larry, get the breathalyzer. A breathalyzer? Oh, Maybe you want to talk to a producer or something. Well, you just sit tight right here. I assure you I'm not in charge here in any way. Yeah, you kids can go. It looks like everyone has agreed on one important... Joanna Barba is going to have our Hollywood and entertainment news coming up here in just a few minutes. Introduce these handsome gentlemen that are in the studio with us today uh, with the uh, Veterans Empowerment Concert, which is happening tomorrow at Barnett Harley Davidson on I 10. We have Daryl. Hi, Daryl. How you doing, Good to see you, man. It's been a while. Been a while, bro. And Marco. How you doing? Hey, Marco. How are you? Well, tell us, you know. What's going to be going on? We got some music happening, and uh, it's a good cause, right? Yes, sir. Uh, it's our first annual concert. Uh, all the money we raise will be to go to ven- to benefit our veterans in our community. Um, we thank uh, Barnett Hard Davidson for coming through and hosting this for us, and really making it a lot easy venture for us. Who are uh, well? I've got it right in front of me. I can tell you, Prime Eighties is going to be mm-hmm. playing. We had them at uh, Cool Canyon Nights this year, and mm-hmm. they do a great job. So Prime Eighties is going to be there. And Nine Life Cat also performing. The tickets are $20, and you get them when you go to Barnett, right? Right. right we'll be yeah. set up to take that. Uh, Can you benef- get them right at the door? Well, it's out front, outside, so I guess outside in the parking lot. Benefiting the El Paso Good Veterans point. and point. Writers Association. Any food out there? People need to pack a lunch. What do you think? No, we, uh, we, uh, Barnett took care of everything for us. Uh, Beck out there really coordinated everything for us. So there'll be, uh, there'll be a beer truck and then we'll have two food trucks. Okay. So lots of food, lots Mm -hmm. of drink. Beer truck. Come out and enjoy some music. And, uh, the El Paso Veterans and Writers Association. Uh, Barnett's really good. 
with doing stuff for not only riders but specifically like veteran groups, right? Oh, he's been he's been like our biggest supporter for like the last ten years. And other events when I was with other veterans groups, he was right there for us. He's always done an awesome job. So, in your in your mind, what do you think the ultimate motorcycle song is? I think a lot of people born to be wild. Born to be wild. But you know, I'm old school, so right, you know, right. stairway to heaven. If I think of, I think of born to be wild. Marco, you're from a different generation than Daryl and I. I am. So what's your? What's well, your kinda, it's kind of a weird bond here. You know, yeah. He's from the Civil War. I'm from <laughs> the Iraq War. Yeah, so. right. something in in the past two centuries. <laughs> yes, yes. What what song really? do you think of when, when you're riding a motorcycle? Like if there were going to be a scene in a movie <laughs> and they've got their on the motorcycle. I don't know. Uh, I, I really like uh, Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. Drowning <laughs> Pool. Right on. I want to throw out there Radar Love. Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah. Well, I do. He doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His, idea of radars. His idea of Radar is a cop car. <laughs> now, I think they've done the right thing here. They've scheduled it for the evening. So it starts mm-hmm. at 7 p.m. and goes till 10 p.m. You know, it'll start to cool off, be nice and comfortable by the time the music gets started. Right. And Mark does put it right in front of the store. So we'll yep. be blocking all the sun and everything. And it'll, gonna, it'll just be an enjoyable yeah, event. It'll be very easy. Just jump off the highway and uh, your $20 goes to benefit the El Paso Veterans and Riders Association. Bring your appetite. Uh, bring your thirst because they're going to have trucks and uh, music in the parking lot of Barnett Harley Davidson. Is there anything I haven't? I haven't hit. Did no. I get it all? Buzz, as usual, you've done a perfect job. Really? No, I always... No. I, I always it never fails. We finish up, and then it's like, oh, I, I forgot to mention something. Marco, <laughs> nothing comes to mind for you, does it? Uh, no, maybe if you want to bring your own lawn chair. Bring a lawn, a lawn chair. chair. I mean, there you, you go. Wanna, that way you don't stand. What, can you bring your kids, or is there... Yes, a- of course. It's going to be uh, family-friendly. We'll Great. probably have uh, our uh, EPVRA tank out there. You know, oh, that cool. way the kids can take pictures with it and all. Oh, right on. All right, come awesome. out and support the veterans who are writers and the Veterans Writers Association tomorrow, Absolutely. 7 to 10 at uh, Barnett Harley-Davidson. Well, thank you, guys. Good to see you again. Thank you, thank thank you. you. Buzz. All right, see we'll you. see you tomorrow, okay? All right. It is time for entertainment news. Joanna brings us Hollywood notes and stories of interest every morning. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Headroom, one of the strangest pop culture phenomena to ever jerkily grace its way onto our TV screens, <laughs> is coming back to its native home of television. Deadline reports that AMC and co-creators Christopher Cantwell, Elijah Wood, and Headroom actor Matt Frewer are all combining forces to bring the 80s icon back to the world of television. The character, who was originally designed to serve as a VJ for the UK's Channel 4 and its then-new library of music videos, had a whole elaborate backstory with an hour-long movie set 20 minutes into the future, where Frewer played both Headroom and the crusading journalist whose brain patterns he was based. On. This is Max Headroom, so I don't yeah. know if that means anything to you, but this is what the character looked like, Megan. Megan's do, like, mm, Do you recognize <laughs> this dude? I do. I do. Uh, oh, okay. Yes. There were then two different Max Headroom shows over the next few years. The music video show that aired in the UK for a couple of seasons and then an ABC series in the US that picked up where the TV movie had left off a few years earlier, telling a dramatic dystopian story that also happened to feature the digital pitchman for 
new Coke. The character was eventually retired, reappearing with few for a few commercials and a nostalgic reappearance for 2015's Pixels. There's no word yet on what form the new series will take. Did you say that Max Headroom was the the pitch man for New Coke? Okay, the website that I found this on said it was. Oh, okay. I was just thinking <laughs> What was it? I don't remember. You don't remember? I, it seemed like he was always selling something, but I don't remember <laughs> what he was selling. Well, he was one of the original pitchmans for New Coke. That's the most 80s thing I've ever heard. <laughs> The most watched horror film on Netflix is an indie chiller that has set unprecedented records with its success. It's called The Wretched, and it was first released in drive-in theaters and on premium video on demand back on May 1st of 2020. However, the COVID-19 pandemic drastically limited its theatrical competition, and thanks to those bizarre and totally unique release circumstances, it went on to spend a whopping six weeks atop the U.S. box office that had not been done since the 2009 mega blockbuster release of Avatar etching the wretched squarely into the horror history books. The wretched is about a teen boy who finds himself battling an evil witch who lives right next door. Part coming of age drama and part folklore chiller, The Wretched is a totally unique release that's well deserving of its wild success and you can watch it now on Netflix. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Okay, I've But heard. it keeps suggesting it to me and I was like, Netflix, leave me alone. I'm trying to watch Love on the Spectrum. You're not done with that? No. Are you Are you going to watch the the UK version, which I guess came first, of Love on the Spectrum? I guess that one came first, right? Because it keeps pushing that also. And I'm like, I'm not done with this one yet. But because of you now, every time I watch it, I feel a little bit cringy. Right. Thank you for that, Buzz. <laughs> Where am I? Lady Gaga is officially confirmed for the upcoming Joker sequel, Foley Ado. The musician and actress posted the title for Joker 2 as well as its release date on her official social media channels. Alongside the caption, she posted a short video of the Joker and her silhouette dancing to cheek to cheek. While the message doesn't reveal what role she's going to play, it was heavily reported that Lady Gaga will be starring alongside Phoenix as Harley Quinn. The next Joker is also said to be a musical, which would suit her abilities as a singer. Joker, fully ado, will be released on October 4th of 2024. I think Lady Gaga will make a great Harley Quinn. Yeah, not bad, right? Yeah, but I don't see the Joaquin Phoenix Joker carrying over with a Harley Quinn and you know what I mean? It was just like its own weird thing. Play that music again for a second. Sure. I recognize that song somewhere. I just said it's cheek to cheek. Yeah, but I recognize it from a movie. Oh, from a movie. What? Oh, it's the one in Green Mile that jo they let John Coffey see a movie before oh. he sends oh, to okay. death. Yes. Oh. Wow. Nice, Buzz. And there's the Joker's laugh. My name's coffee like to drink, but they spell it different. <laughs> nice. Can your sibling help you find everlasting love? That's the question Netflix's new dating show is trying to answer. The streaming service has released the trailer for Dated and Related, which features eight pairs of siblings seeing each other's love lives up close and personal as they search for their person 
their perfect match. Okay, wait a minute. So the siblings aren't dating each other? No. Okay. <laughs> I know. I saw the title and I was like, oh, what's going on here, Netflix? Hosted by Too Hot to Handle Lou, Melissa Berry, here is part of that trailer. Imagine being swept away to a luxury villa in the south of France. You're there to find love in the most romantic country in the world with other gorgeous singles. Oh, did I not mention the catch? You'll be joined by your brother or sister who's also looking for love. I'm on a date with my brother and another brother and a sister. Like, what the hell is going on here? What the hell is going on here? The trailer is filled with cringe-inducing moments, but Barry does ask the important question. Why would anyone do this? Because finding love isn't easy. And I guess you got to bring your sibling along to help you find that. Wait, but the sibling is also trying to find love? The sibling is also trying to find love with the other contestants, not with their own sibling. Clearly, they're trying to set up a conflict between the siblings, like falling for the same person. Right, right? that's what I was Uh thinking. I'm like, the the jealousy, the the, the sibling jealousy. That's clearly what they're going for. And if they can't get it naturally, they've got lots of booze, I'll bet. For sure. And they'll probably not feed them like they did on Love Blind. Only booze. Right. Well, we'll find out all about it when dated and related premieres on Netflix on September 2nd. With your entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. Take a quick break. We'll be right back. I can't wait. More of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is coming up. Coming back. Five, four, three, two. All right, we've got a lot to cover today still. It's uh, Friday. We're getting ready for the weekend. And you'll know the weekend is here when you hear the Weekend Starter Six Pack at 5 o'clock on KLAQ. Every Friday at 5 o'clock, we play six in a row from a band or an artist that you love. And today it's uh, in honor of birthday, Def Leppard. we got a six pack for Def Leppard because Joe Elliott, the lead singer, had a birthday this week. Happy birthday. So check out six in a row from Def Leppard. Starts the weekend off with the Weekend Starter Six Pack. It's brought to you by Sunland Park Racetrack and Casino. Play the hottest slots at electronic table games at the place where there's always more fun in the sun. Sunland Park Racetrack and Casino. Uh, This is an article called Top Table Manor Rules Everyone Can Agree On. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll see about that. (laughs) Buzz is like, everyone agrees? (laughs) Number one, wash your hands before you sit down to eat. Yeah, Yeah, I guess so. You guess so? Yeah, I mean, but I've been out, like, working in a field, and (laughs) there's no way to wash your hands, and, you know, you pack lunch or whatever. Okay. It's not going to kill you. It's not the worst (laughs) thing that could happen. I don't mind. A little bacteria. A, li- a little bacteria will get that immune, or not the immune system, but it'll. Uh, well, yeah, it'll. Yeah, it'll. It'll vamp up your get your system. defenses up. Yeah, exactly. I'm a big believer in that. Yeah. Uh, don't talk with your mouth full. That's a good rule to follow. Yeah. But aren't they always <laughs> complaining that families don't talk at dinner? Uh-huh. Like people sit around the table and have their, you know, They're either they phone. have their phones mm-hmm. or. If you're or supposed to talk something. with your family at dinner. 
how how are you supposed to talk without it just seems like you'd say I'm all about you multitasking. I multitask. Chew and swallow first before you talk. Buzz. <laughs> uh, don't slurp your food or your drink. It's good yeah. on you. In some countries, it's considered a compliment. Right. Name one. Japan. Yeah, Japan. Like if you, if you slurp. Make a big deal mm-hmm. out of yeah. slurping your miso soup or whatever. Yes. Uh, okay. I don't think it's ever bothered me. If it, somebody else is doing it, it's... I definitely am a soup slurper. slurper. I've been told by my husband. <laughs> but I don't really... Care, you know, it doesn't bother me when I slurp my soup. Yeah, it's only bothering you. So. <laughs> Another rule that. that they say we should all be able to agree, agree on, don't make noise with your utensils. Like well, scraping if- your plate or dragging your teeth across <laughs> your fork. What oh, the... What? <laughs> okay, I... Very weird, but I agree with that. Make conversation. Don't just sit there in silence and eat. (laughs) Okay. But also don't don't talk with your mouth full. Uh, It seems contradictory to me is all I'm saying. Put your napkin in your lap. Yeah, Uh, who who cares (laughs) about that? If the napkin's on the table or if it's in your lap, who cares? Not Buzz. <laughs> Not me. Although, if you put it in your in your shirt, that seems like something people do in old black and white movies. Yeah. <laughs> like tucking it, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like something you see Laurel and Hardy do. Uh, no burping. I bet you're going to tell me there are some cultures where that it's, is it considered, is considered yeah. a compliment yeah. to the chef to let out a good healthy belch. Yeah. Yep. Would you care to specify what country that is? Joanna. <laughs> I don't know no, which no. country, but I'm sure it's true. Don't eat too fast. Uh, some of the other ones that made the list, no reaching across the table. And no phones. What was the deal with your elbows on the table? What difference did it make? I never understood mom? that right. one. Hey. I'm just sitting here with my elbow on the table. Why is that such an unforgivable yeah, why is that rude? breach of etiquette? I don't know, but you've definitely heard it before. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. China. China burping is treated like any other bodily process. After a meal, it can serve as a compliment to the chef. Wow. <laughs> How about a good fart? <laughs> just like any other bodily function. In the words of Shrek, better out than in, I always say. Yeah, burping is the highest Johnny, form of flattery. you got to work on that, Shrek. I acid. know, right? I, it, I didn't like it either. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany Griner got sentenced to nine years in a Russian prison. I, I want to bring this up again. We don't know exactly how much cannabis oil she had, but it was under a gram. Under so a, a gram, gram is like one of those vape cartridges. Mm-hmm. It could have been, for all we know, half of that or it could have been one eighth or it even could have been empty except it still had some residual on it because this isn't all about keeping drugs from coming into russia this is all about humiliating the united states and having having a bargaining chip and Mm -hmm. trying to get their 
poli- you know, a political pawn. A political pawn yeah. is totally what it's about. Well, so. and to give you some context, quick story. There was an American that was arrested with, I want to say, 19 grams of marijuana uh-huh. in Russia and was sentenced to one month in jail. When did this happen? <sighs> but before Brittany Griner. Before right? Brittany Griner, yeah. yeah. So Brittany Griner... To give you some context of Russian... Yeah, right. They 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 don't always have these draconian rules about about marijuana. This guy had how many? Uh, nineteen, 19 grams. I think it was a female American. That would be like nineteen big joints, right? I think when they sell a like a pre rolled joint, that's usually a gram or half gram. One, I, one I, or the other. There's some of them that are that are bigger, and I think that's a gram. Yeah. So this guy had. Obviously, way more weed or than Brittany Griner had, but they decided to give her nine years in prison. So here is uh, the sentence and a translator. Uh, a translator when the sentencing came down. Final verdict is nine years of imprisonment of the nine million rubles penalty in the penal colony. She will serve her term from the day of the announcement of this verdict. And time when she was behind bars will be included in the overall term. So it was a new year. So this happened in in 2019. The the other The other, it was a woman. It was a Long Island woman. A woman from Long Island. And she got a month. She was arrested in Russia for allegedly, well, she she had 19 grams of marijuana in her possession. Yeah, but she didn't get caught, right, as Nin- Russia was invading Ukraine, because that's when Brittany Griner, right, when this started ramping up between Russia and Ukraine. So they're, you know, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, she's not a celebrity. I don't even anything, think it's the, the legal system over there. This is coming from higher up, you know. Right. Oh, we're so tough on drugs. You're doing what basically Putin is telling you to, mm-hmm. which is get an American hostage yep. and we'll use her as we need to. Oh, somebody got a big bonus. Somebody got a house right. on a hill for kept, for getting that airport arrest, I'm sure. An island. Putin gave him an island off of the... Brittany Griner says that she wasn't aware that the cartridge was in there. So, is that true? I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it's possible. Mm-hmm. You know, one of these cartridges ends up in a bag. Um, ESPN's TJ Quinn, though, says that now that Britney's been, Brittany Griner's been convicted and sentenced, it actually might speed up the process of getting her back home. Because now they've got, oh, we've got a convicted. Right. Well, and the show is over, right? Right. The the show's show's over. over. And it's all about, you know, sticking their thumb in the eye of the United States and trying to make the United States look bad, make Biden look bad. Mm-hmm. You know, all of this goes hand in hand with just messing with the United States. Here's uh, T.J. Quinn of ESPN explaining why this might mean Brittany Griner's actually closer to coming back to the United States than she was before the sentence was handed down. In Brittany Griner's world, this is what was expected. It's what U.S. officials always expected. Uh, it's daunting, to be sure. But in a lot of ways, it's the closing of the first chapter, and it moves her essentially closer to coming home. Here is rapper Boozy Badass reacting to Brittany Griner's nine-year sentence. 
If that was Taylor Swift, it'll be a peace treaty right now. It'll be a, a slight, we'll be, they'll be drafting to go to war for a weed pin. Nine years. Mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> I'm know. I'm sorry. How, I, <laughs> I can't help but laugh at that. Yes. I'm going to check out more Boozy Badass. I like I his energy. I, was, I see what I was doing wrong. I was misspelling Boozy Badass. Is it, how is it spelled, B-O-O-S-I-E. Oh, Boosie. And then Boosie. Badass has it, two Zs. It has two Zs. Boosie Badass. Anybody interested in seeing a Brad Pitt movie called Bullet Train? Rated R. Hell yeah. Looks good. Have you seen the previews for it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sandra Bullock's in it. Wasn't she in a movie about a vehicle going really fast? <laughs> yeah, Speed. she was in a couple of it them, was right? Going a speed it was speeding down the road. That would be a good for a uh, good movie for our our movie movie club. Speed, yeah. <gasps> Buzz. Hey, maybe we should pick out some some movies that we know are bad, like Speed Two Cruise Control, <laughs> where it's like, okay, you're on a bus, <laughs> except it's a water bus called a ship. I never saw it, because it just seems so ridiculous. It's like, okay, I get it. The bus can't slow down to under 30 miles an hour or whatever the hell it's supposed to be. What are the rules for the bus one? I never saw that one. And Keanu Reeves didn't come back for it either. On Hulu, The Predator is back, but this is a prequel uh, called Prey. It's You can watch it on Hulu now, and it's set in the 1700s. So if you don't know the backstory of Predator, they're aliens that have been coming to Earth to hunt man, Mm. the most dangerous prey, for centuries. Mm. Well, this one is set as uh, the Predator hunts Comanche warriors in the 1700s. So if you've been missing... Uh, Predator. Uh-huh. Know, this is back. It looks like it's a, a standalone movie. Oh, okay. Peacock has a horror movie called They Slash Them. See. It's a horror <laughs> slasher about a group of LGBTQ campers who are stalked by a serial killer at a conversion camp run by Kevin oh, Bacon. Gosh. I mean, I'm going to watch it because it's Kevin Bacon. Yeah. But... I'm a big Kevin Bacon fan. Love him. Love me some Kevin Bacon. Paramount Plus, or is it is it Peacock? Did Peacock. You say? Oh, Peacock. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have Peacock. Right. A judge ruled Infowars host Alex Jones has to pay the parents of one of the Sandy Hook victims four million dollars for defamation. So he was on his ra- his ridiculous radio show claiming that Sandy Hook didn't happen. It was a false flag. Mm-hmm. By the way, every time there's a school shooting, there are these wackos out there who claim it was a false flag because they say, oh, it's just an excuse to take your guns away. How many times are you going to go to that well? And they don't take guns away, but you know, you're screaming about it on your show if you're Alex Jones. Yeah. But he's not the only one. No. There are others that do this. It's like, the, they probably staged this so they have an excuse to take away our guns. But they never do. <laughs> you always hear that crackpot idea come up, but they never follow through and take away the no, guns. No. They're still there. I mean, the one that I haven't heard it is Uvalde for some reason. And that's also the one where it seems like you would think after a school shooting of first graders were in Sandy Hook, 
that that if anything was going to move the needle, it would be that. But it really didn't. Well, and Obama was president at the time. I mean, yeah, the Obama was pre- right. Obama was president. I mean, at pretty the time. much if, not, if if your guns aren't taken away when Obama is president, and, uh, and well, Uvalde and, happened little when, kids are when Biden's then. president. But I didn't hear a lot of maybe people realize. Oh, you just can't say this irresponsible stuff, or you might end up getting sued. I and this is just one set of parents. I hope it's just a a nonstop parade of lawsuits picking Alex Jones apart and he's probably already come up with ways to get out of paying it I think he declared bankruptcy uh, but I just hope it he doesn't have a moment's peace that these parents you know because he's putting out on the radio not only are the kids not dead they either never existed and that the parents are somehow actors that are being mm-hmm. yeah the um what are they called the um, crisis, crisis actors. actors yes and there were a lot of uh, I remember YouTube videos about the conspiracy after he said that there were a lot of stuff you know it's not you can do your research on that right you can research these families these people and make sure like they're real people like if you actually people. did real you, research that's what i mean okay you got to you got to clarify cuz for a lot of people research means watching videos by alex jones right that's not that's their own research. a journalist would go and find birth records right and well, family I'll, photos right yeah. and which they absolutely did because of course it's not a false flag it's, attack. Yeah, I mean, it's something that can be proven. This isn't just an idea. An idea. I mean, it's something you can prove that these people exist. We got the Back to School Expo, and that is happening at Silla Vista Mall. Tomorrow, it's the tax-free weekend all weekend across Texas. And at Silla Vista Mall, the merchants also, you know, really maximize your savings. That Most of the stores there have uh, other deals going on, so you can really, really get a good discount on clothes. We've got performances on the YMCA performance stage, giveaways at the Johnson's Jewelers Prize Tent, and uh, Texas Kids Dental Coloring Contest for the little kids. For the older kids, this is for if you're 18 years or older, El Paso Electric has four $500 scholarships that they want to award, and you can come by and sign up at that. Look for the radio station booth or tent. So it might say Kiss FM on it, but, <laughs> but it's the same company. So look for either Kiss or KLAQ. Find our booth <laughs> and sign up to win one of these $500 scholarships from El Paso Electric. You must be 18 or older, though, in order to sign up for it. So a lot of shopping going on this weekend for Back to School. The kids are going back to school. So parents, it's time to go shopping for all the supplies you need. Like beer and wine and vodka. Before you know it, the thoughts of taking your kids to the pool and Jump City and the zoo and keeping them entertained all summer will slowly become a faded memory as you lose yourself in your favorite bottle. Next, hit the books. Like that sexy novel you couldn't read because your spoiled brats were home all summer. And finally, go on a field trip to the golf course for a mani-pedi and unwind from three months in hell with your demon seed. Because the kids are back in school. And now it's time for your vacation. Morning Rock with Buzz Adams. I saw you do this crazy. I love him. Funny and off the wall. Buzz in the morning. It's entertaining every day. Something else. Kaylee Kilda.